She's not. She's like, Stephen, are you making fun of me? (laughs) I think I probably am, but you know what? You know, it's fine. You wouldn't know. All right, let's get to the shop. All right. All right, so hi, guys. Welcome to the... Wait. It sounded a little natural in here. Yeah, this is how it is. I'm sorry. You don't have any headphones, but you I don't, don't need, need headphones. Anything. I actually hate them. Okay, that's good. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey! If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! Yeah! All right, guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Steven Smith. I'm your host as usual. And today we have in studio with us, but it's not really the studio. It's just our... It's the studio. It's not What really. you saying? It's our home space. It's just this comfortable area in where we cool could space. just... Safe space? In an Safe cool space. space. <laughs> right? And I'm here with Naima. And hey. Naima is a counselor, but she's also my friend. We've been working ah, together for, for a, a long while. Time. And she still looks the same, which means she's probably drinking the blood of a victim. No, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not. She is just naturally absolutely beautiful. Thank and she's an absolutely him. great personality. Light, light energy. And one other thing, it's impossible to be mad at this woman. I have no idea who could do it. If you have that superpower, please keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. All right. So as usual, Nainai, welcome to the show. I'm going to call her Nainai. So if you guys don't know, every time I say Nainai, I mean Nainai. He's talking to me. He's the only person that gets to call me Nainai. It's true. Only okay, Stephen so calls me Nainai. Nobody else on this. You <laughs> don't cannot get excited. Respond. Meet me on the road and call me Nainai. Nainai. No, she will not <laughs> respond to you. She'll be like, you're not Stephen. You're not that special person. So just just step aside. Step to the side. Yes, right. All right, so what we'll start off doing, we'll, as we normally do, the first part of the show, we're going to do fact or fiction. Fact and what fiction. that is, we're going to say one statement per, at a time, and you're going to tell me if it's true or if it's false. Okay. All right, so. All right, let's see what Stephen brings me No, back. normally people don't win. There's a reason there's five questions. We make it sort of a game. Oh, this so, is a game? So you better win. You don't know I'm competitive, Stephen. Well, I won't even Google. I'm going to just try. Go well, ahead. you can't Google. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm the judge. She's not going to be Googling anything. From the time she picks up her phone, that's automatically incorrect. It's true. It's true. Yeah, okay. So let's start with the first one, all right? All right. So number one, drinking eight cups of water is an amazing step toward a long, healthy life. Let's say that again. Drinking eight cups of water is an amazing step toward a long, healthy life life that's such a tricky question steven oh it is right you know eight glasses of water is good for you but i don't know if it's an amazing step towards a long and healthy life what if God, you're also drinking awesome. eight cups of malt liquor you know oh, so i'm gonna God. say i want to say it's true but i'm gonna say not i'm gonna say that that's oh, fiction because you want to say it's fact but i disagree how did you get the first one right? This is not <laughs> off to a very good start for me. I'm supposed to make these things difficult and tricky I'm ready, I'm ready, and I'm hard. Ready. Oh, boy. The answer is false. Uh-huh. You don't have to drink actually eight cups no, of don't. water. Because you're going to get water from fruits. You're going to get it from tea. You're going to yeah. get it from coffee. You're going to get it from Dr. Oz vegetables. told me that, by the way. Oh, you, you watch Dr. Oz? I do. I try. When I had cable. I don't oh, have cable snap. anymore. Hey, he was involved in so much controversy about his supplements. Whatever. Promising that they'll, you'll lose weight and this oh, kind of Dr. stuff. Oz. Oh, Dr. Mm. Oz. He made a lot of money, though. Like, Who doesn't trust Dr. Oz? Money. A ton load. All right, number two. 
Studies show that milk, with its high amount of calcium and other essential vitamins and minerals, is good for the human body, and that drinking it regularly strengthens bones. I'm going to say that that's false, because everything that's added to milk, including the vitamin D, and the, is, is not necessarily good, and a lot of people are lactose intolerant. So it's not actually natural. No other mammal drinks another mammal's milk. So I'm going to have to say that is false, Stephen. Naima, these questions, these... <laughs> I have it. I have to go back See, and I'm just, not just do even. I'm all. Smart too. I'm smart too. Oh my god! Okay, come on, give me man. another. One. Give me another. Come one. on! And you are absolutely right thank with you, all that you. they add to milk. The milk that we drink, it's not really good. Not and really good. the studies have shown that um, higher calcium intake and vitamin D intake, which are present in milk, do not help. Do not lead to fewer bone fractures. No, they don't. So unfortunately, if you're drinking milk and trying to get that, that's not yeah, going to work There's out other ways you. to get your, your, your calcium. It was just a marketing campaign. Got it milk? is. By the Dairy Farmers of America. Oh, boy, they made money. <laughs> all right, so number three. In 2005, with all the DEA efforts, they managed to seize less than 1% of the total amount of drugs entering the United States. I want to believe that that's true, because the war on drugs sucked. <laughs> you, you've already won. <laughs> Everybody knows the war on drugs was not effective. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, what I didn't know is that what? it was that ineffective. It was it's really less than one. The, the thing is, they another said, publicity thing. Yep, PR. it was sixty-four billion dollars in drugs made it to the United States, yeah. and they literally only seized four hundred and seventy-seven million, mm. which is less than one percent. Really, they could have used that money on healthcare. They could have just, and the <laughs> DEA has such a humongous budget, right? They do. And they tried to, you know, they tried to pad it up in 2005 and say we seized 1.4 billion in drug-related assets. Drug-related. You didn't really stop have, any drugs. They might have got a bong. You understand? <laughs> you didn't stop a any drugs. with marijuana leaves on you it. You understand? That's such the most vaguest term. You know, like somebody was setting up a marijuana branding shop and we just seized their business for like 200 million. Uh, Yo, terrible. They're yeah, a waste of time. I think okay. they should shut the deal down and let people do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. All right. So number four, you've already won, by the way. So let's just give her a round of applause. <laughs> and the crowd goes, <laughs> Nobody has ever done this. Nobody has ever gotten three straight. Yay. So you are the first. I'm trying to go for the full five Powerball. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to make these more difficult. Let me try to switch them up. And you try to I, I, already, I already have these people. Okay, here. okay. The British Navy uses, <clears throat> sorry, the British Navy uses Britney Spears music to scare off Somali pirates from hijacking super tankers off the coast, the east coast of Africa. I'll repeat. The British Navy uses Brit Britney Spears music to scare off Somali pirates from hijacking super tankers off the east coast of Africa. Now that sounds completely ridiculous, so I'm going to say that that's a fact. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, she's going four for four. <laughs> This is because Britney's music can scare a lot of people. This <laughs> is ridiculous. I'm gonna read this because I think this is really interesting. When I when I saw it, I was like, that can't be a fact. It has to be, and it is. Mm -hmm. This it's so effective that they really need to use weapons. Merchant, the merchant naval officer Rachel Owens explained that the tactics, the, the tactics to Metro. Her songs were chosen, quote, her songs were chosen be, by the security team because they thought the pirates would hate them most. Yeah. These guys can't stand Western culture or music, making Britney's hits perfect. Perfect. As soon as the pirates get a blast of Britney, they move on as quickly as That's they right. can. That's right. Hit me, baby, one, one more time. time. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
Oh, oops! I did. Oh my god! I, I, can't, I myself don't like Britney. That would keep me from. I I, I never was. I was never. <laughs> a never fan. A Britney fan. I was never a Britney fan ever. That that I'm a slave. That was the only one I liked. I think for so. You, because I think Prince wrote that. He did. Yes, he did. He I did. didn't know that. You you know the one I liked that song not because she sang it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some covers, a British mm-hmm. cover specifically oh, nice. that I like. I love the British cover. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. We don't know what Britney's voice really sounds like. No, mm-hmm. we don't. There was there was one time an SNL skit where there was this Britney, this person playing Britney and this person playing Justin, yeah. and like he started singing, oh, no, 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 and she started to back it up and say, oh, oh, oh. and he's like, oh. baby. Baby, stop. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to prove anything. I never here. understood that Britney Justin thing because Britney and Justin came here many years ago when she said she was a virgin and they stayed at the Four Seasons and nobody goes she's to the Four Seasons. She's a liar. You were telling me she's a liar. She's just like Lies. Jessica Simpson. Remember Jessica Simpson? Oh, remember that? With her little ring and then the old Enrique Iglesias thing when Girlfriend. she took the ring off after the tour. Drama. And still went to marry Nick Lachey as she a virgin. Lies. I'm sure he was very disappointed, by the way. I'm sure I'm he pretty was. sure he was. He didn't look very happy at all. And he couldn't fake it. Mm-mm. No. All right. So number five, we're only doing this because we have five questions. Yeah, yeah. So let's see if, if, let's see if Naima, I can get five. Naima could get this. Okay. okay. According to scientists, the average cumulus cloud weighs just over. The hum- two. Average what? Cumulus cloud. What the hell is a cumulus cloud? I'll explain it. A cumulus cloud mm-hmm. is are the white clouds that you see yes. on a sunny day. Okay. Yeah, those big clouds, right? Fancy. Um, okay, so according to scientists, the average cumulus cloud weighs just over 25 pounds. That sounds right to me. That sounds right? No, maybe not. And you did it! Yeah! You know you didn't. Oh, no, no. You got four or five. That was wrong. Oh, I thought it was wrong. You know, at the end, I was like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it's too late. It's too late. It weighs so much more. So researchers have calculated the average cumulus cloud which is that nice fluff, white fluffy kind that you see on a sunny I day. I should have just gone with my gut and said no, no. and I would have all five. Five or five. Next time I come back, I'm going to get all five. You're going to have to get all five. And they say it weighs an incredible 500,000 kilograms. Oh. 1.1 million pounds. I should have known that. This means at any given moment, there are millions of pounds of water floating over your yeah, head. Yeah, of course. That's the equivalent I of knew that. 100 elephants. I don't know why I let you get me on that one, but it's all right. I'm going to let you have it. Crazy, but you did so good. You Thank did like you. four, four. Like, Thank oh you. my god, that was the easiest one. I should have got that one. Yeah, you threw me off with that cumulus word. It that sounded sexual. Cu- it sounded sexual. Cumulus. Like cumulus. <laughs> I'm a cumulus. Like an in abundance you. of cumulus. I'm cute. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you said it the right way because if you pronounce it any other way, it would be like cumulus cloud. Yes, and that would be wrong. That'd be wrong. Yeah. All right. So now, how have you been doing? How have I'm you great. been? I'm excellent. I'm You've always been, excellent, Stephen. You know who I be. I know, and you always you you keep doing. I think you keep going outside and beyond what you were trained to do. Yeah, of course. You know, mm, um, there's boundaries. Who lives in boxes? Nobody. Nobody cool. No. Nobody cool lives in. I boxes. I think people think they need to live in the boxes, but you really don't. You just have to kind of you know. People will always try to keep you in the boxes. You just have to once you once you've set your parameters outside the box, they kind of leave you alone. Oh, boy. Okay, so I'm going to share something with you. Okay. Right? Um, lately, I've had um, some relationship stuff, right? Yes. And I think one thing that happened um, on my journey to, to self-perfection mm-hmm. is I realized the damage of ego. Um, yeah. I, I used to, like, the, the arguments that me and my girlfriend mm-hmm. used to have, they were all, 
more or less ego driven and i would tell her stuff like you know your ego is going to destroy our relationship right? <laughs> i used to act like li- literally i would say your ego will destroy us like yes. you will bring us down right and lately what i found i've done some introspection we had a little bit of a tough time and i did some introspection and when i looked in i realized hey is it is it that her ego was the problem or was it that my ego was the problem mm. right and what i realized is by coming to that kind of determination i'm like wondering how much relationships did i have where my ego was really the the problem mm-hmm. and and for those who don't really know like your, your ego is basically that that insecurity that that part of your name could probably define this like you know it's it's freudian it's freudian the ego the id the ego the, the super id, id. yeah but it's basically that that insecurity that, that says like i have to prove that i am i am the best or i am yeah. not weak if you're a man it's your manly man it's my manly man sure, and if yeah. it's a woman it's like nobody's going to take advantage yeah. of me like i'm not going to be taken advantage of mm-hmm. and you could you would never know how destructive this is until yes. you've witnessed it like you've you've actually come to grips with it and say hey you know what this situation was really me trying to perpetuate my strength like me trying my, to push I'm trying me. to push me on you yeah like yeah. you have to acknowledge that i am this you know like Absolutely. like you have to bend to me you know like i am this and i'm that and i'm and you know one thing i wanted to talk to you about today is basically how do we how do we circumvent that how do we go about putting our egos in check for relationships uh, first you have to recognize that your ego is in your relationship i don't even think people recognize what a role like you're saying their egos play like how much of our own ego our own vanity our own self self it's like self-centeredness yeah i don't think we realize how much that plays in a relationship and that first off a relationship always takes place between more than one person <laughs> it does so it's hard for ego to exist because the ego is about i i i i i so anytime you're I, I, what do they say? There's no I in team? There's no I in team. <laughs> yeah, so anytime you're focused on the I, 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 you're always going to have a challenge in a relationship because relationships are not just about how you feel or your needs or your wants. They're also about your partner and how your needs reflect on your partner, how you impose your needs on your partner, how your partner responds to your needs, and also for your partner. Yeah, I do. So it's hard. The, the idea ego in the first place is difficult to put in a relationship because how do you be with somebody else when your concern is mostly just about with you? Yourself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean in, our, in our environment and in our social I mean, situation, we're in the Caribbean. Oh, we got a ton of, of ego here. Oh, my God. Because so much machismo. Machismo. Yeah. I have to prove myself to yeah, you. Yeah, there's so much. And I think the ego here also comes from a place of insecurity. I find when people are not secure within themselves and they don't know, their egos are generally very overinflated. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that people think are very confident people, but they're not really that confident. They're just selling their confidence to you. That's their ego. They're selling their confidence to you. But inside, they're quite insecure. Because if you were actually an insecure person, you'd be perfectly comfortable with whoever your partner is. Yeah. And just existing and just trying to coexist as partners, not imposing who you are on them and not them imposing who they are on you, but learning to complement each other. True. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I mean, in, in, in our society, you know, yeah. a little microcosm society in yeah. the Caribbean, it's not really that micro, but um, I think the male, the male perception of identity is mm. is thoroughly drenched in that. Like, I know for sure, my, my dad one time, he gave me a piece of advice and I think came directly from his ego. He was like, whoever you marry, make sure they could turn con. You know, like, <laughs> like, That's a real thing for them. I, I don't even eat 
Khan. Khan me la like Kunji. Listen, right? I've actually heard that. If you can't tongue corn, like you're a bad wife. You're a bad woman, yeah. But like why why did why did this why is this so perpetuated? Why is this such That's just uh, another way of saying that she can meet your needs because if she could tongue corn then she's gonna be a good cook because you know tonning corn is advanced level cooking. If you can tongue the corn and keep it smooth, so that means she can cook. So it's really don't find a woman who can't cook for you. Mm-hmm. For you, not for the both of you. Not no. that you couldn't cook yourself, but don't choose a woman who can't cook. Who cares about her other qualities? True. <laughs> she's like about ninety percent, ten percent. She could be mean as Ross. Okay, as a uh, <laughs> but but she could ton but corn. She could ton some corn. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy because I think that's like again, as you just said, it's just the minimal mm-hmm. of what a relationship is is it's about. The minimal, yeah. But not really because for them, they're thinking it's really like translates as don't find a woman who can't meet your needs, mm. you know. And I think that's what we're about, um, finding people who meet our needs. But mm. the ego doesn't make you open to meeting their, their needs. needs. Yeah. So it's almost like you're not, you're not, you're not farming a construct that could elevate somebody else. You're, you're farming a construct that rubs from them or takes from yes. them so that you could elevate yourself. It's about benefiting and to be honest when you're dealing with the ego they don't even realize that they're doing it. In our particular construct I find that even in relationships, marriages women, even teaching you know I taught in the schools for a long time as a family life teacher. I taught a lot of sex and drug education so on and so forth. But even young girls believe that their purpose is to serve these men like mm. oh you get a boyfriend and oh you have to have sex with him because he wants to have sex. Yeah. And like you get a man and you have to do this for him because he wants to do it. Oh, but he has another woman. Yeah, but if I don't do this, then he's going to go with the woman. But he's Everything already with was, her. He's already with her, you know? Everything is about serving somebody need. else's needs so that they will want you, you know? Mm-hmm. Because that comes back to the insecurity. So I think a lot of the things that we do is to serve the ego. And it's so common now mm-hmm. that we actually believe that that's normal. Yeah. You know, like that's normal that, that you should like, for example, sex. I can mm-hmm. talk about sex on your podcast. Of course. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember like teaching class even dealing with women and you're like oh my gosh and then an orgasm and they're like oh what's an orgasm okay i now. don't know what an orgasm Boom. is how long you been having sex you had no orgasm like all the life what kind of sex you been having that you don't have no orgasm because it's not about them that's what they feel like it's not it's not about my enjoyment it's about fulfilling a function for him yeah. i don't even think they know that they're supposed to enjoy it mm. you know now i i'm, I'm not that person now <laughs> <laughs> but i mean did you did you did you have a point when you were that person um, I think that, uh, yes, I think I did have a point. Well, not that I wasn't that person. I was never raised. My mom, my mom is a very liberal person. Mm-hmm. People see her as a very liberal person. But in relationships, we were not really raised as liberal women in our relationships. Not to put yourself aside, but we really are quite traditional mm-hmm. in our relationships in terms of how we deal with our men and serve our men. You know, we do yeah. back rubs and want to have sex every day and, you know, those kinds <laughs> of things. Give it to that, him. Yeah, uh-huh. give it to him. You know, if if you're tired, just lift your leg. Mom's oh, advice. man. <laughs> oh, you're tired, just lift your leg. A man needs sex. You know, these uh-huh. are the things that my mom raises to have very practical life experiences mm-hmm. based on how men actually Act. are mm-hmm. as opposed to how we would like men to be. So my mom kind of raised us to see the world that way. Mm-hmm. But in seeing it, I think that um, it doesn't always mean that you live it. Oh, okay. So, you know, even though you're like, oh, I know these things, mm-hmm. you don't really know when you get into those relationships. Like, you're like, oh, oh, that's what this is about. Uh, yeah. You think you're in a relationship. relationship. Yeah. And then you realize, really, sometimes you're just serving somebody else's needs. But what is, what it, I mean, you have a ton of experience when it comes yeah. to you know, counseling relationships. Mm-hmm. What is what is the, 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 the characteristics of 
a good meaningful relationship what, what do um, you for think? me I would always say communication and openness people don't like to hear the truth but they really should tell mm. it you know I think like people don't communicate we tell people what we think they want to hear yeah. and we omit what they think they can't handle so relationships are not as honest as they, they should be, and then people are disappointed when people don't meet their needs. But how could they meet your needs because you don't actually express it? So one of the things when we're talking about ego, like when you have an ego, you're always expressing your needs. But you there can't be room for two of those. <laughs> like, it can't be like, well, I'm really very needy, and then you're like, well, I'm really very needy. There's no room for that in a relationship. There has to be kind of a balance. Mm -hmm. But that's something that with maturity, you learn to communicate. So I'm like, I can hear what you're saying with you and you're arguing with your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I am way past the stages. Like, you know, I think in each relationship, I learn a lot more about myself. Yeah. And I'm just at the stage now in my relationships where I actually say everything straight out, plain, frank, frank. like no filter. And my girlfriend say all the time, the man gonna leave you. Yeah, <laughs> because it's, it, and, and that's the thing, like, like being honest challenges things yeah. it, 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 somebody in a situation and sorry I'm going to relate to another um, conversation I had yeah. um, I met this person the other day uh, older lady much yeah. older lady and she is frank like yeah. she is frank like yeah. just like on the tip of her tongue tip of her brain I don't like that I don't like that I like you but I don't like you doing that. Yeah. I don't like that. And Most she, egos can't handle that. But that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I find myself, the older I get, the more I appreciate those type of yes. people. Because normally you don't get honest feedback. You're, no. You're going to a situation. You don't get honesty at all. No, no not <laughs> even close. Yeah. And, and we're talking about, like, I guess there's, like, there's something etiquette. Like, yes. we have a certain etiquette where, you know, you have to be nice and you meet somebody for the first time and you be cordial and you be interested in them. You talk about them and whatever. But, like, when you meet somebody and they just completely just destroy that. They're yeah. just, like... I just feel like to go home. You know, you like take a second to regroup. You just yeah. have to like wait. I like you. What? I don't know if I like you because of who you are, but I like you because of what yeah. you're saying. You're you don't saying have to like them, feel. but you will respect what they say. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like I respect you. So that's what I'm saying. Is like like whenever people are, are honest, like they come into a situation and they completely like change the situation because everybody has to kind of regroup. Like wait, wait, wait. This person is being honest. Like I have to actually, I, yeah. I, I have to actually like move or do something differently. Yeah. Like I can't just fake this true. You know, you're not doing any work. I could tell you're not doing any work. Okay, crap. I have to do work. I have to, like, explain why I'm not yeah. doing work, right? So it just changes everything. And I think, as you said, like, in a relation, in relationships, I think you're supposed to be learning more and more. More. To communicate yourself. openly. Mm -hmm. And I think another problem in relationships is that people don't know themselves, but they get into relationships. And you can't get into a relationship with somebody if you do not know and understand yourself. Because what do you have to give to that relationship? And growing within a relationship is a challenge, but you cannot do that if you're not communicating. Right. So, like, I'm a different person than I was, say, 10 years ago in a relationship, you know. The things that I would say, okay, I really should say this to him, but, oh, I can't take, like, the drama. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, is he going to respond to that? <laughs> and then you're, like, trying to, um, you're trying to... Um, sugarcoat it? Or? Not even sugarcoat, almost, like, accommodate for what you think somebody's response would be. So, mm -hmm. you know, my girlfriend used to make fun of me all the time because I'd be like, okay, I got to get home right now because I don't want to have any drama when I get home if I get home too late and I got yeah, all these things to do when I get home, you know? Uh -huh. And they used to be like, what is your problem? Like... <laughs> Like, you don't behave like that. Like, you don't tell your man when to come home or what to do. Or Yeah, I know, but, you know, he's different, and I really can't take the drama. So you're So in anticipation, yeah, of, of keeping things smooth and cordial, a lot of the times we're not honest with ourselves. And then what that does is build up resentments. Mm. 
And that's what happens to people in relationships. Because they're not honest with themselves or their partners, things start to bother them. A little thing here picks up here, a little thing there, and it builds and it builds and it builds. And then you're reacting. You know, like when somebody screams at you for something very simple and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, you're not screaming at me for that. No, it's something else. That kind of thing happens in relationships. And then it, 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 it starts to see cracks. And anytime there's cracks, there's problems. There's problems. You because it, it, distress has been established a long time ago. Correct. And people see the cracks and they, they, they hit on the vulnerabilities. And, you know, that's a whole other thing with the, the fidelity and that's stuff the whole thing so to me it's communication and being open but you have to be at a place with yourself mm-hmm. like you're saying oh yeah and then i realized it was my ego yeah but up until you realized it was your ego no it, it was wasn't our fault it was her fault <laughs> i'm telling you straight but up then you start to see i know i know my ego so i know where it is my ego and i i really do have my i'm i'm not an easy partner at this point mm-hmm. although my partner would say yeah i'm easy because he's i always know what to expect from you because you always tell me the truth, the truth yeah. but my friends are like you're a crazy person <laughs> You cannot tell that to the men. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I can. I can. Like, okay, I want to go out. I want to go out. We don't live in the same place. I want to go out. There's people that I like going out with. I like to go to dinner with this person. I really like this person's company. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, go. You know, mm. now the most average person wouldn't be like, okay, no, go. No, that sounds and like a problem. And people would not want their partner to be upset. Like, I'm not actually asking your permission. I'm just telling I'm you. I'm telling you that this is what, what I I'm plan to do. do. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? That is fair in a relationship. You know, this is what I would like to do. How do you feel about that? But I, I'm not asking anybody permission to get in life. <laughs> and I just found a partner that understands that I'm not asking anybody permission to get in life. And he say, yeah, okay. And I get back and he say, oh, how was dinner with Bobby? Okay. How was dinner with Billy? How was dinner with Tommy? How was, he's good. He's good with that. Like, how was it? Oh, yeah. You must have enjoyed that. What did you eat? You know, you like that. You know, it's good. So then I always feel open okay, and comfortable with sharing. Mm-hmm. So he's not worried about me not telling him things because I tell him things that really people wouldn't normally tell their partners. Mm-hmm. But that's the stage that I'm in. Yeah, you're and the average person is not, not does not have that level no. of confidence because I don't really like if what are you going to do, leave? Uh, and yeah. Then, yeah, you could probably. But people are really worried that people will leave. Yeah, them. they do. They do worry. And, yeah. and, and I think with that, they end up destroying the relationship yeah. anyway. Correct. Because as you said, you build resentment. You, you feel so confined. And after a while, you just explode for something yes. really simple. And you have to offer people the same things you ask for. Mm-hmm. So I can't say now, if he says he wants to go out with Susie, mm-hmm. I can't be like, well, you can't go out with Susie. I never told you you could go out with Susie because mm-hmm. I've asked for something. And you went He might not ask for the same thing as me, but I have to give some concessions too because they're grown people. He's an individual and he's a grown person. And I have to trust you to trust your boundaries. I don't have time to be running behind you and worrying and calling and checking in. I'm grown people. So you have to also give people that. And that's where the challenge comes. Because people want to be treated a certain way. But they don't. They can't treat the people the same But they can't the do it to way. other people. There's your ego right there. It's not a vice versa thing. It's and I think, I think a lot of the times, um, as we were talking about before, like the women in, in, in our culture, mm. the women are almost in a subservient situation. And like don't know. They are asking... They are literally asking for permission. I to actually do think it's things. a trick, you know. I think it's a trick that somebody spread that there's a shortage of man, and that so we have to accept certain nonsense, or you're not going to get a man. As if your life will not be fulfilled if you don't have a man. And then women who decide not to do it with the man and are going to be forceful and independent, then no man wants them because they have no reason to be dependent on them. They have mm-hmm. nothing that they they feel they need. need them for. And so these women, as independent, they're great catches. They got their own stuff, stuff their own home their own job they might not have but any children they might have it's so intimidating it's so intimidating yeah and, and ego, i don't think because your ego can't allow exactly. you to have a woman that doesn't no, need you but then the thing is i'm wondering even if if does i mean you've been in the education system get comfortable i am <laughs> 
does the education system encourage guys to go that way? Because I, I don't feel like when I was growing up, like there were clearly defined, you know, characteristics yes. of, of, of a mature man. Like yes. a man is in control. A man has uh, money. You yeah. know, a, a self-realized man has access to resources. Yeah. A self-realized man has a house, a, a, a huge, yeah. humongous But you know, that's, that's the trick of capitalism, isn't it? It is. It is, it is because, <laughs> you, you know, what happens is that when a man doesn't achieve these things, if he's not the leader in his group, or he's in, he's in the, the super machismo guy, he's in built like, like the rock, yeah. like he starts like getting these insecurities and then he, it's like, I need to pronounce my... Manliness, manliness no yeah. like in any situation yeah. like i know this 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 story well it's not really a story it's actually true um i'm not gonna call the names i'm trying to say the story without but this guy mm -hmm. he's like the most meek man like yes. he's just he's just meek he's just cool with everybody yeah when he gets to his family, he's like the most abusive guy you've ever seen. <laughs> and you will never see it for yourself. No, you will yeah. never see him I do it. I people like that. But whenever you hear like his, his family talk about him, he's like this menacing, like overpowering, yeah. overbearing guy. And I'm like, but this, this is not true. This guy is like super nice, super accommodating. He's always like helping and stuff. But then when he goes home, he's like a terror. Yeah, because he could do that at home. That's where they allow that. Is it, is it so much a lower? Is it that he... I mean, and, and I, I, I try to relate it back to how we, we are trained. Like, you are not meeting or fulfilling those characteristics highlighted yes. by community that says this is what a man is. Yeah. You're not taking control of certain things. You're not dominant. You're not this and you're not that. So, like, you go home and you're like... This yes, is where you I'm get your gonna, chance to just bully. And you overdo it. Yeah, like you man. end up being a bully. You don't end up being a leader. You it's just true. end up being a bully. a bully. You know, it's funny you say that because I think there are actually a lot of people in society that are like that. Yeah. That get home and then that's where they, they, they pull out their bully. But there's some people who are on the outside are quite bully and home are nothing like that. Imagine that. And home and are quite meek and mild. You know, they can't really Kittens. play them styles with their people at home. <laughs> You, know, you got a wife, you know that wife just put her hands on you if you get too rude with her. Rude. So they get out there and they're like braggadocious and rough and then they get home and they're nothing like that. But how do you deal with that? Like as a, as a, as a I mean, as a human being, like how do you deal with that, that inconsistency? You're not getting either places. You're not getting the chance to be that person at home. Or you're not getting the chance to be that person in public. Like how do you manage that without being a self-destructive sort of person? I don't think people manage that. I think they become <laughs> self-destructive people. And I think there's oh. a... It, I don't even think they become it because there's so many other people like them. Mm. I find like you find company in people that are like you and then you think the things you're doing are right. right. You know, People find ways to justify all the things that they do to others and to themselves. And then they're not really growing. You kind of get stuck in that place. So you see a lot of people who are stuck in a place. I find that here in St. Kitts, especially in the Caribbean right around, you know, mm. I guess throughout the world, but people are stuck because they can't get past themselves. You know that saying where people say, oh, you're in your own way? Mm -hmm. A lot of people are really in their, in their own, own way. But you don't even know you're in your own way. And if you're not willing to hear that you might be in your own way or to go, you're talking about, you know, you're going through your journey. Mm -hmm. Most people are not going through their journey. They're just living life. They don't know that life is a journey, that from each thing you're supposed to be learning. One thing is a lesson. Okay, I mm -hmm. did this badly. I did this well. How could I improve on this? How could I be a better person about this? How could I be more aware of this? But people are not really that self-aware to be able to put that into a relationship. And then they wouldn't put that effort into the relationship. They're like, I'm so self-aware. <laughs> Look at me, I'm so self-aware, boo. Like, uh, uh, that's still ego. Yes, I mean, it's still not. egotistical. <laughs> and
anytime you say you're so self-aware, you're not self-aware at all. And so then I find that the ego gets in the place. But it is confusing, especially in relationships, because people say, I love that all the time when people mm -hmm. say things like, oh, but he's so nice. Like mm -hmm. I was saying with my boyfriend, I don't mind talking about my boyfriend. He's pretty open. He'll let me talk about mm -hmm. him. But he would say, like, my friends just think he's just the dreamiest, nicest guy. Uh -huh. They just, just love him, think he's just so sweet. He's so, he, he gives you his best face. Mm -hmm. I know a very stubborn. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like he has a very stubborn willfulness that comes from just he's a, an actor academic mm -hmm. and so like he has a way he sees things and that's just that's the way he sees is. things you know and i am the complete opposite you know me mm -hmm. Steve, i'm very open, open yeah. and you know to new ideas and so i get very frustrated by it you know so when i'm frustrated i will just say i'm frustrated by this like okay you're frustrating me <laughs> like is it important that you win this argument because mm -hmm. let's choose our fights because mm -hmm. i don't if you can't fight fair we can't like okay. date. Yeah. I don't know why he ever dated me because I kept telling him I was never gonna date him. I was never gonna date him. I was never gonna date him. You know, he just stuck it out until like I broke down and was like, okay, he's paying attention. I talked to him about everybody try. I ever dated. He was learning and storing it in his little brain, his little computer brain. But those are like there's some things that I just can't agree with. So like, if you can't fight fair, mm -hmm. that's like a big issue for me. So you just have to find the things that are, you know, I know that that's his personality. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to change. His personality, because personality and behavior, people don't understand, are two different things. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Personality does not change, really. It's pretty much stable throughout life. But behavior is changeable. Mm, okay. But you can't change. If you are... If you're an asshole, that's what you are. <laughs> that's your personality, mm -hmm. your ego. That's your personality that can change. Mm -hmm. If you do some assholey things, you can change those behaviors. Okay. You know? So for me, like, okay, if this is a fixed behavior and it's a problem for me, mm -hmm. I just tell them straight up, it's not an issue. You know? If it's a problem for me and it's something I can't live on, it's just for me to move on. Mm -hmm. Just like if I have something about me that is an issue for you and I'm not changing it and you can't live with it, mm -hmm. then you should just move on. Mm -hmm. But instead what we try to do is live with the things that people have that we cannot live with. And we still try to, oh, I can change him. Women are the worst. Oh, I, if I just, I could just change him. You can't yeah. change him. And men are, you know, let's say, say, oh, you can't turn a hole into a housewife. You no, know, you can't. Kind of you yeah, can't. And men have a very low threshold for that. And like, they have a very low, and it's amazing to me that men have a low threshold for it. And they're the worst. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they're the worst. But yeah, yeah Listen, we, we're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. They're pretty bad sometimes. I wouldn't say that they're the worst. I would say that it is more acceptable for, for them to be bad, yeah. To be like that. But when it's a woman, it's a, a different level of judgment. Of you know? course, and she's gonna be she's gonna be persecuted. Yeah, she's gonna be persecuted for doing anything that is seeming slutty. He right? could have done it twenty nine times. People she are gonna be like, "Oh, he's just a guy." Oh, girl, you need to know. I had a friend who dated a guy. <laughs> I have to laugh because every time I think of him, I laugh. Her too. Mm -hmm. But he actually, she found out he was cheating on her, and he told her that he didn't understand why she was upset because every man in Saint Kitts does have two women. What? Yeah, man. And that was his, like, literal justification. But he didn't only have two. He had, like, three, you know? Uh, At this point, the women knew each other. Like, they had actually got together and, like, confronted him that before they found out that there was, like, a third one. Yeah. And then, where is it? I'm, I have two questions for you, but I'm going to stick a pin on one. Where is it the women, like, okay, I know of this situation where this guy is married, right? Mm -hmm. And he has, like, two or three kids yeah. with his wife. Mm. And then he goes out and he's dating this girl. Uh, and it's public. It's like everyone knows that this guy is dating this girl. Except for his girl. wife. His wife knows too. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they know. But he's like, he 
you know, she's she's not local, so she's here, but yeah. she's kind of here. Kinda accepted at, it. She's kind of here on his whim, yeah. you know. So like, you know, she's kind of like that wife. She's an yeah. importy wife, right? Yeah. So he has this wife. He has two kids with her, and then he goes out. He's dating this girl for years, for years, for years, for years, and she gets a baby, and everything yeah. is good, and everything. And then there's a third girl. Yeah. A young third girl. Yeah. And both of them are open arms. Like, how dare he yeah, have? Man. This, the, but I'm like, but he showed you who he was, though. He did. Like he showed you that he's in the juggling game. He's in the art of juggling. Why are you surprised? But you know what? They thought that they gave him what he wanted, and he would be satisfied. So they thought, like, okay, I conceded you to have this girl, mm-hmm. and I conceded you to be your your other girl, mm-hmm. and we have an arrangement here. You know? It's an understanding. It's an understanding. But we didn't agree. To bring to this another girl. one. <laughs> like, that's just being greedy. Like, you got both of us. Both of us have agreed to this. And now you want another one. But what else is he going to want but another one? Because you've just taught him how it's to acceptable. treat you. Yeah. So since you've taught him how to treat you and that this is acceptable and everybody thinks they're winning, of course he's going to find, he's going to look for somebody else. He's going to expect that person to fall in line and for you guys also to To just fall in line because mm-hmm. we have a team, though. Yeah. We're working on this team. All yeah. three of us. That's a team. Are building this team yeah. you understand <laughs> like so you can't be mad because he showed you you're right he showed you who he, who was. he was like where are you like and I, I just this is something that doesn't compute with me i think yeah. i just don't understand like if i i'm in a relationship and we all love the sound of monogamy we yeah. love it we love it's not that very song. natural though I, i'm not so sure if it is mm-hmm. but we love this sound of monogamy. It's a choice. Monogamy is a choice. You choose it, and if you choose it, it's that you choose it, and you choose to actively work towards keeping it. But I don't think it comes very naturally to people. It's weird that you said that because I think some people are not aware that monogamy is a choice. Because I think, in isn't it in the law that it's like, isn't it a crime or something? To What's like that? have extramarital affairs and stuff? Yeah, you shouldn't be able to... Yeah, I don't know. Is that in the is law? It a, I think it, it is, might yeah. Be. Because if you get a divorce... And oh, it's true. Yeah, if you, you can use it as a You as could a use a it as grounds, a, as grounds mm-hmm. for, you know, like, winning. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm I think that that's out. just God's law, I think. <laughs> but then, you see, and, and you brought so up another down. point. Yeah, you, you brought down. another point because it was God's law from when? From way when. So it kind of just trickles From into the regular way, laws. And when? Because in the Old Testament, like... It's confusing, isn't it's it? It's very confusing. It is, because they say Solomon it had but it's a not thousand real. women. Confusing. He had like 700, 300 wives and 700... That's yeah. a thousand women. Yeah. He, you, even if he slept with one per night, it would take him almost three years. It's true. To get through them. It's a bit confusing. It is very confusing. It's yeah. very misleading. But then it's like, well, if Saruman had like a thousand wives. I actually think monogamy is a five? pretty new concept that's really just come through in the last century. It probably did. On, on because it before. served the capitalist purpose. Because, you know, you have a man and a wife and the man and the woman have three children and then they have their children and they buy a washing machine and a dryer and a... <laughs> And they keep building this home. Right. And it's another thing to what you were saying earlier about people not feeling like they're fulfilling their things because Mm -hmm. it's a very unrealistic... You know, like women work now. Mm -hmm, Like you can't try to hold on to some old... 
Like you can't be like, oh, I'm a traditional man, and but you're not doing traditional things. Like if you're in the house and the woman's paying the bills, like it's she's sort of you can't have the same expectations of when you were the breadwinner and she was the housewife. Like if she's the housewife and you're the breadwinner, then mm-hmm. she's at home spending the money and taking care of the children, and that's it. Uh-huh. But if she's that's also the breadwinner, you're the breadwinner. You're both earning. Then there has to be a sharing of responsibilities. Of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But nobody, I don't think people have made that adjustment yet. You brought up like a bunch of interesting things. Okay, the first thing is, when it comes to men, I, I could talk about me, how I feel. I I grew up in a home a home where um, the roles were kind of clearly different. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, she was yeah, I mean, she works. She's a nurse, yeah. and my dad, like he's he became an entrepreneur over time yeah. and whatnot. But he does like building tech and and like carpentry and that stuff, right? And my father was like, not was like, he's the hardest working guy that I know, yeah. right? Next to probably my girlfriend's dad, who is like equally just the most yeah. hardworking guy. And he just kind of brings home money. Like, that's how we see him. Like, yeah. dad, I need it's $50. So yeah. provide me with $50 or I don't like you. <laughs> and my mom is like, she, she has money of her own. I mean, she's not, she's not stranger to it. But she just kind of deals with house management. Yes. Like she manages the house. I mean, she gives us our tasks and we do it. So it was to me clearly fine. So me as a guy, like yes. what I'm taking into most relationships and I had to kind of learn to adjust this recently. But I want to be the breadwinner too. You know, yeah. like I want to But you know, be... we do carry the, um, uh, what we see in our parents' relationships into our, into own, our own relationships, whether it's good or bad. But then when I started to date, like what I realized, especially when I started to date and like kind of have relationships where the person had like a, an apartment or something, like I, I realized I, I like cooking. Yeah. You know, I, I love I love cooking. Cooking relaxes me completely. If I'm stressed out, I need to cook. Like that's my that's my thing. Yeah. Like once I cook and the food, the house smells good, food tastes good. Like I am good. I'm 100 percent. Yeah. So like that kind of challenges what I really thought like a man, a man was because I have my own apartment now and then like it's just clean not now but like for the last couple of years and like finding ways to manage an apartment manage yeah. a home is like something that my mother I would have seen my mother doing yes. that I am adapting yes so like I don't know when it comes to the whole gender stereotype world things I think that is gone throw it out it's gone like we we, we, we carry these things but they're not beneficial to no, us whatsoever and it creates problems us. and it does because it makes you feel like you're not doing it right but yeah. what is right do what's right for your relationship you know, like I'll be honest, I've never really had anybody that did a lot for me in mm-hmm. my relationships. I always did a lot. Like, you know, like I always like I got waking up in the night to get the water. You know? Oh, like, no. I always did a lot. But I, I did. I as I tell you, I learned for each relationship. Mm-hmm. So then I start to ask for more mm-hmm. than I would ask for. Like, so even something like I remember um, uh, when I first got divorced, I dated somebody because he like I remember he made me a tuna sandwich and I was like calling my girlfriends like oh my god he, he made, made me a tuna sandwich, sandwich. Oh my god, this is <laughs> like I didn't ask I said I was hungry and he got up and he made me a sandwich you know like <laughs> like that was a big deal like really uh-huh. but because I was so used to serving like mm-hmm. you know getting up I serve I, I'm really really like I cook the food I serve the food I give you the food I pour the drink I, even with my sons I take the food back I wash like I always that that's you which people would never guess that they say no not her she's so liberal she doesn't do that so. <laughs> but that's what I did so mm-hmm. now I don't look for a partner that expects it from me and even though I don't mind doing it mm-hmm. but it's nice to be like okay I'm gonna lay down in bed oh my god the coffee came to me 
like, oh, wow, you made me coffee? You don't even drink coffee. Like, to see somebody make those accommodations, accommodations for, for you. you. And different. I think that that's important, that people learn to balance out their relationships. Because if I was up, I would make the coffee for you. For you. you. Uh-huh. You know? And, okay, so this morning I made breakfast. But, you know, if you got up first and you think I'm tired, I'll get up sometimes. It's like, okay, here's breakfast, you know? True. But it's not a traditional thing. People think if they do that, it makes them soft. Yes, it, it does. Yes. Or, mm-hmm. And the women don't help because the women have been trained to believe that this is what a man is. is yeah. The same way you're saying. Mm-hmm. So when a man is nice or different than what they Seen. think the norm is, they tend to take those men for granted. So sometimes we spoil some nice man, man. Mm-hmm. We just really ruin and them. Take advantage and take advantage. <laughs> because we take advantage, we just mm-hmm. keep taking and taking. And that's what the world is: givers and takers. Givers and, takers. and it has to be a give and take. Otherwise, if you meet a taker. And you're a giver, they're gonna keep they're taking gonna take from you. And it's gonna just destroy yeah, you. Yeah, and if you're two givers at some point, like like we're I'm in a good I'm in a two giver relationship now, it works for me. Like we'd be out accommodating, like, okay, Naomi, you're trying to out accommodate me. Oh no, you don't want to accommodate <laughs> but me. But then it oh, becomes no, a competition. It, no, do you wanna do it? No, it's okay, I'll do it. No, it's okay, you do it. Like, yes, like stop trying to out accommodate me, you know? Like, it's okay, I could do it, you know? But like it becomes, it does. It becomes a, a challenge because becomes, mm-hmm. the giving and the taking, and just finding the balance in a relationship. It's weird. I mean, when you said that, like I remember, I was in a giver giver relationship yeah. before. Um, I think after that, I've learned a lot, like in terms yeah. of acceptance, because what happened is the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like this birthday comes around, this is what happens, and then the next birthday come around, and then the person out gives for that birthday, yeah. like, and then you're like. Where is this going? I'm going to have to buy you a BMW next year. Like, there's nowhere. I don't really need the stuff so much as the... You know, it's the love languages. Have you ever talked about the love languages? Yes. I don't really need the stuff. I really like to be supported and affirmed, you know? I like affection. And I love affection. I I I want to hold hands. Yeah, I want to hold hands or a kissy face. Have sex every day. Uh, you know, <laughs> maybe. You should try. Yeah, because that's you know. one of these days. At least, especially when you're on vacation. I know it's hard when people live together. I don't, I generally try not to not live to with it. the person I date <laughs> because I have a life. Yeah. And for me, I think that I have so much of a life. I have so many things I'd like to do myself mm-hmm. that I really don't want a partner that is around all the time that mm-hmm. I start to move my life towards because I know my own personality. Mm-hmm. So I know because I am a giving person and I like to accommodate my partner, You're I would spend drop. a lot of time and I would not do as much for myself. Yeah. So it's easier for me to have somebody who's not in my space that when I see them, they can get a lot of time and attention. Mm-hmm. And when they're not around, I can do the things I like wow, to do independently for that myself. Almost sounds, that almost sounds exactly like me. Like, I, I think um, for me, my relationship, it like if she's around, like, it's just difficult for me to, like, focus on anything else. Yeah. Like, I completely drop everything. Like, it's yeah. like my phone doesn't get answered. I'm like, I'm just kind of gone, mm-hmm. right? And for the two, three hours, nobody hears from me. Nobody sees me. There's no selfies yeah. being taken. It's just me and her in a space just having, like... And she just kind of just is that... Inver- she makes an environment yeah. that's just so open and so peaceful and so kind. Yeah. And I think we had the discussion already about um, the love languages. Yeah. and. Through that discussion, I learned a lot. Like, I, there's, there's a lot of things that I thought I knew that I didn't know. Like, yeah. we don't speak exactly the same love no. languages at all. Like, there's, there's things that she likes based on the symbolism of what they represent yeah. to her. And, and men they and women are different. Nothing to me. There's no. like, the way, if, if somebody had to love me the way that I love her, I think I would be a little, I would be a mess. I'd be like, you don't really need to do this. Like, <laughs> 
Like, yeah, it's nice, and I don't want to make you feel bad. Like, I remember one time, and this is just like what you guys, my love language it doesn't include gifts. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not, not really a gift person. Mm-hmm. I, I would appreciate it because I think that you spent time and investment, yeah. and I would appreciate that. But in terms of the gift, I don't know if I recognize it. One time I had a girlfriend, and she bought me for Christmas a, 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 a silver chain. Oh, nice. With a pendant. Um, not a pendant. It was like this cruci- this Jesus crucifix thing okay. and it had like studs in it. That's weird. It was a little big and a little chainy. It's not really Stephen. It's just the opposite of Stephen yeah. for me. Right? And um, at the time, I already knew that I didn't like jewelry. I'm not a jewelry person. I don't even wear a watch. Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I, I don't, don't never heard ever seen like yeah. that stuff. Like, I like to be free. Like, the clothes on me is to me a lot sometimes. Yeah. Like, I just like to be free, right? And she bought me this gift, and of course, I was like, oh, thank you so much, and so on, and so on. And then, like, you know, a couple of weeks, I wore it, and then I stopped wearing it because I wore it because I wanted her to feel good that I was wearing it, you know. See, communication and honesty. I wasn't honest. No. I, it came, though. It did come because, like, she realized I wasn't wearing it, and she was like, you know. Building up the resentment because she's like, I bought this thing for Steven. I put my money into it, I and put he doesn't my even wear money, it. He doesn't even wear it. Exactly. There comes mm-hmm. the resentment. And then she's like, why are you not wearing it? I'm like, I don't really like jewelry. I thought you knew this. And it became an argument. It became an argument because she was mad upset. She was like, if you didn't like it, then why didn't you just say you didn't like it? I'm like, but who, who says that? Like, who says that on Christmas Day, I don't like a gift? That's weird. Like, That's, that's weird. weird. I, I, and who did you date before that liked that? Because then, you just brought your, from the last relationship. So, just like, like, so maybe somebody you dated liked blingy blingy jewelry, or you know men who like blingy blingy jewelry, but you've never seen me in blingy blingy jewelry so really what that said to you when you what really was bothering you more than the jewelry was that you realized that woman didn't know you these are things you need to be paying attention to people it it is (laughs) it is because the thing is yes it is it is Man, That's oh what man. that was. What was fundamentally bothering you? Not so much the jewelry. You know, she put the. T- but it was that. Wait, this woman doesn't know me at all. Oh. Then it makes you question everything. It's like, she doesn't I've even know me. Like, how do you year, not like, know that? I don't even like a watch. Like yeah. I don't even wear a watch. Not even like a Casio rubber watch. Like yeah. no watch. Yeah. I don't like watches. Yeah. So like, why would you think that putting a chain on a minute? I ended up. She didn't. I wanted to give it back. I was like, if you want Can't it give back. It back. She's like, no, I don't want it back. That's a bad omen. I don't want that. I'm like, okay. And then I put it down. My mother took it up. I think she ended up wearing it and yeah. got rid of the crucifix thing. Yeah. She was like, <laughs> that is too heavy. Time. No, it's too heavy. It's yeah. like, it was heavy. It was huge. It was wow. humongous. It's like that big, right? She was like, fine, God. I'm like, <laughs> if, I put, if I put Jesus closer to your heart, maybe you'll be a better person, Stephen. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> maybe just, like, just to get him a little closer to you. <laughs> And you'll be a better person. She you'll be more morally correct. She was <laughs> like the only our, our werewolves. See, yeah, that it was all. Thing. I could have melted that that stuff down. I had a whole bullets, clip man. of bullets. Boom, boom, boom. I could have fired off like ba, six bullets. I tell you, it was Naima. It was humongous. It was humongous. Like this huge. I'm like, why did you? What this? This hurts my neck. Why would you? Buy? Why? And wants me to wear it? Nah, son. I wasn't no. having that at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. No. But I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I mean, back to what we were talking about in terms of like the roles and stuff. Like, I know you, you said something earlier that really sparked me interest. You said like, whatever we do, we find a way to justify it. Yeah. Right. So if like if I am if I am gonna be like this machismo guy, I'm like that's 
the reason I'm doing it is because that's what my woman wants. And a lot of guys say this. I've, I've been in conversation where guys be like, yo, if you act too like, if you act too much like a little yeah, soft, dwarf, soft. Like, they're going to treat you they're bad, They're going to treat man. you bad, but you're going to give like, you bite. <laughs> you're going like, to like, man up, Jed, like, mm. man up, man up. I was like, Even in sex. Nobody he, wants you to man up in sex, by no, the way. Nobody wants to no. get their vagina beat up. I'm just saying that as but a then, side you know, note. You know, it's funny as you <laughs> said that, but that's like a complete opposite to knowledge that we yeah. know. Like, I know for sure, like, ramping shop, vibes cattle. Yeah. Like, that song is not about making love to anybody. It is not. That song is about like whipping a donkey or something like Yeah, it must be. It must be. <laughs> when we were growing up, there was this song um by T O K. Um here we go. Any girl wants stepping on me bed tonight, you know that's something I go dead tonight. Oh wow. I'm like, yeah. How about you just not kill my vagina? Don't you just not <laughs> kill anybody or kill anything? We just I love you know, I way. say vagina every day. Anybody who's offended by that, every day I must use the word vagina at least three times. Vagina. I must be the only person that says vagina every day. It, when you say it, it sounds like really sophisticated. It does. It sounds like like if you do I love my if you use the word like the jargon, like pussy, like pussy yeah. sounds. Mm. It sounds I have like, a vagina. Yes. Know? It's like pet names for your parts. Like, pet you names. Pet names. No, you have a it's not a cat. That's a it's penis. a vagina. They'd be like, oh, it's it, a kitty cat. Noop, 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 it doesn't noop. look like a cat. It, it doesn't. It, it, it looks like a vagina. And cats are mean. They scratch. They scratch, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but even so, you like what you were saying earlier too is that um, like men could get away with doing just, just awful things. Yeah. Like just awful things. And women... I've seen, I don't know if, if, if it's like a convergence of sexuality or convergence of gender, but I've seen women doing similar things. Yes. But women generally do it smarter than men. Generally. But the, the thing is, the reason I said it is because I feel like women are becoming more emboldened yes. to do it. Correct. That's what, I mean, that's what I mean by they're doing it smarter than men now because women have figured it out now. And they're like, listen, I am not going to have this guy to myself. Well, if he's going to take a side chick, well, I'm going to take a side dick. This is what it's become. That's how it is now. I find that that's it more. Not even to mention, we're not even going, I'm going to come back to you with the vagina economy. Of course. Well, you know, you know, you have your purposeful man. So, you know, they're like, okay, well, if he's doing it, then I can do it. And the men, they can't, that's hard for them. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. Because they're like, what do you mean? Like, I'm they not can enough. handle it. I'm not enough. But when they find, they're just so devastated. Like, how are you so devastated? Like, he gave me 2,900 bites. Like, <laughs> I thought we said what's good for the goose. That's like, it's in not. It's good for the gander, but it is not what's good for the goose. It's not good for the gander. Mm -hmm. So then that's another thing that causes um, in relationships lack of communication. Because even if you know what he's doing and you're confronting him with it, you're not telling him what you're doing. No. And you even know. if he sees you, he's confronting you about the things he sees you doing. And a lot of the times people judge people by their own behavior. Mm. So if you have a partner who is always, oh, what are you doing? And did I want to see in your phone? And you should be worried about your partner because people judge you by what they think, what, how they behave. And so they are, you should really look at that. That's like a. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. We have to come know. back and do a relationship I, on red a show on red we flags. Should probably, we yeah. should probably yellow do that. Yellow flags, red flags. Yeah. Red flag! <laughs> There's a video about that on the yeah. internet. Oh, it's awesome. It's good. It's the, great. A Jamaican lady waving yeah, a flag. Some are you running and like, are you so a And it's so true. It's so true. You see the, the yellow flag no and you keep running. Nobody keep running when you see a yellow flag. A red flag. You see a red flag and you're still a runner go. And you're still a run boat. <laughs> but you do. What are you trying to get to? Like, yeah, it's not true. green. It's red, pure red. And you're still jumping in like your head dive into a pool. Man, no. But the thing is, I mean, we do need to do a shot on red flags because I yeah. think there's a lot of things that people just ignore. Make, like, ignore. It. This guy has had five children by five different women. 
What do you think you're going to do with you? It's the ego because you believe somehow you are so much different. Are you like that woman him? is just not a good woman. She didn't do this. He, sometimes he tells you that. She didn't do this for him and I do this for him. She didn't do that for him and I do that for him. And he had them kids, but he really want to have a kid with me and they have a kid with him and it's the same thing. You know, but like it's, it's, it's not about you. And people think it's about like, I'm just going to change him. You're not going to change him. It's like a, you're not going to make him different. You, you, all we can do is change ourselves, you know, and let people around us change. But you, you're not going to change him. We live in, and the thing is, we, we live in, as we said before, like in terms of ma, the, mahogany, the monogamy, like yeah. in terms of monogamy. You're saying that monogamy is not necessarily like a natural. I don't, think it, I don't think monogamy comes natural to people. Otherwise, more people would be monogamous. But Don't you think, I mean, you, you've seen more cases than I could ever mm-hmm. dream, right? Um, is it that most people believe in it is it that most people believe that it is possible or is it that most people just don't believe it's possible i believe that people want it but they don't do anything to keep it to be in a monogamous relationship means you really have to work at your relationship because it's just you and that other person so like you can't be like oh i'm just frustrated with her i'm gonna go sleep with susie mm-hmm you know, it can't be like you bail on your relationship. It means you really have to put in the work. And I don't think people realize relationships are work. They're work. And you also have to be honest because people get into relationships and you're not, you didn't die when you got into a relationship. <laughs> you still see people. Mm-hmm. You're still attracted to people. People are still attracted to, to you. You. Mm-hmm. you still want to, and you have to kind of let people be themselves without crossing their boundaries, sure. you know? Because otherwise they feel stifled in their relationships and then like monogamy is like stifling to them. But it should be a choice that you want. And if you want that, then you do the things towards achieving that. But like if it's really something that you do because everybody in society says you should do it, but really it's not how you've ever behaved. You've never seen it in your life. You don't know nobody that's like that. Everybody you know has two women or two men or two. It's very hard for you to be like, I'm going to do this thing that nobody else is doing, you know? So it's, to me, it's just really challenging. But the thing is, I don't know if some people, people, I honestly don't know if some people are even aware Mm -hmm. that there's, like, I know, I grew up in a a Christian environment. I mean, Mm -hmm. my parents, you had to go to church on a Sunday, sometimes three times a week, four times a week. Yeah, I know, I but your that. parents really are a monogamous couple. Like oh, awesome. I see them together, they're so cute. They're That's still cute. like dating. That's what I mean. It's the work. Like they're still dating. Like they don't have like all their friends. They hang out with their friends. No. They come home late at night. They know they have each other. And my my father, my father and my mother, they to me they're like best friends. And yeah. and that's something that I wanted. Like that's something that I've, every girl I think I've dated has become more or less my best friend at some point. Yes. Yeah, and you do like to friend them up. I don't friend them up, right? <laughs> I, don't, I like to friend them up first. And and even even the young lady I'm with, no, we were friends for way longer yeah. than we were together. Like, we, we were friends for almost like eight, eight years. Yeah. Right? Going on to probably nine years, right? Mm-hmm. And we were only together for maybe like two or three mm-hmm. of those years. So, like, a bunch of stuff back and forth, back and forth and whatnot. But the thing is, when I said that about monogamy is that because I grew up with that sort of background, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I've met people who believe that that is the only way. Like any yes. other way is sinful beyond compare yes. and should just be eradicated from your, your, your choices because it's not really a choice. Yes. But you're saying that like even, even in terms of having multiple open relationships, like, is that a healthy thing? Is it? Is it having open uh, relationships? I don't think I don't. I don't have a judgment whether it's healthy or it's not. I just think that people need to be more practical. 
maybe more pragmatic about the partners that they choose just in the same way you're talking about you have this man he's got a woman and then he has you Mm -hmm. you know like that's you need to look at that situation pragmatically like how faithful is that person what are your chances of having a monogamous relationship with somebody's husband like Mm -hmm. come on like that's not happening for you but still people are trying to force the square peg into the round hole. hole and you really that's just not what that relationship is And sometimes it's just like, for me, I like to have the idea Mm -hmm. that I have freedom. I don't like to be controlled. That comes from my own trauma. You know, everybody's forcing their own trauma. I don't Mm -hmm. like to be controlled. I don't like anybody to tell Tell me me what to to do. do. You know, I've been through that. I did that. I got the t-shirt, the mug. I'm done. You know, so I'm really, I don't like that. Uh So I like to have the freedom. So I have a pass. Uh I I don't use a pass because, like, I have the pass, but I have it. Uh So I know Uh if I had to use the pass. That you could use it. You know, he has the pass. So if he had to use it, he could use the pass. You know, But this was something discussed. Discussed. We had the conversation. We started with the, okay, so if you have the pass, do I have to tell you I use the pass? And then it was like, well, I would like you to tell me you use the pass. Will it change our relationship if I tell you I use the pass? Yeah, it will probably change the relationship. Okay, well, that's then going to set me up to tell you a lie. If I know that telling you that I use the pass is going to change our relationship, I'm more likely to, to lie, lie to you. Uh-huh. So let me just tell you straight up, then that's more likely to make me lie. Mm. So then it was like, okay, then you could use the pass and you don't have to tell me. Okay, you could use your pass and you don't have to tell me. Wow. So that's, but that is a developing thing because we could openly communicate. Mm. But people wouldn't normally do that because they're going to like, why are you asking me? Because you're using the pass. You just have a man. You just, you know, uh-huh. but these they're are things secure. that you have to discuss because you know, it's, it's real life. Uh-huh. Especially when you live in either distance relationships or, you know, there's just so many different, you know, things to discuss. But that is something that I've come to to be like, okay, I'd rather be honest. That's why I say yeah. my friends are like, stop telling people. What's up? Telling the man that. Like, Don't tell him. And I tell him everything. everything. He's like, you said my best, best friend. friend. Yeah. But you can't, you tell your best friend everything. So if your partner is your best friend, mm-hmm. then you should be telling your partner everything. everything. And if you don't feel like you can do that, you can never achieve the kind of relationship that you're looking for. And we have to get over the idea of relationships mm-hmm. and live relationships practically and find partners that suit you. Find the nice guy if you want a nice guy. It's true. You know? But you know, something lately, I mean, even even with in my relationship, and I'm learning, I think, a lot more now. I think yeah. over 30, like you're just learning a lot about yourself Boop-boop. finally. It's finally not, you're yeah, trying 30 to. opens up your eyes. Yeah, it does. It and sure you know what? Does. It does too. <laughs> it, also, it also makes you less, um, less, I, I don't want to say, you're less interested in pleasing people. Yeah, that's correct. You're just far less, just yeah. less interested. Even your own partner, you're like, I'm not really trying to impress you. Yeah. I'm just trying to see how this will work out yeah. because I want something from this relationship. I'm not yeah. in this just to waste time. No. Or like just to have fun anymore. Like I look into see, like, am I going to build yeah, a kingdom with you? Like yeah. I'm 30 years old. But one thing that I learned is that I want to know. Like, I just want to know. Like, if we're going to be best friends, I'm fine with that. I'll tell you and you'll tell me and I just want to know. It will hurt me. Certain things you're going to tell me are going to make me feel super duper uncomfortable. Certain situations you might be in will make me uncomfortable. And I don't think... One thing that I learned is that you can't tell people how to respond no. to your truth. If you're no. going to be honest, and it's something I had to, to... A pill I had to swallow. It was difficult. It was difficult because I felt like if I tell you the truth, then you're not supposed to get mad. I, I actually believe that. I believe that if people tell you the truth, that it's very difficult for people to tell the truth. And so you have to give them a concession because the truth is hard. And if you make it hard for people when they tell you the truth, then they will not be motivated to, to tell, tell you the, the truth. truth. I believe in that. But the thing is, what I'm learning to accept is that like, if somebody is mad, like if I tell you something that hurts you, right? 
I don't want you to. If I'm gonna be honest with you, so let me let me put it. If I'm gonna be honest with you, Naima, and say, Naima, um, there's this girl I like her. I think she's great. Like we've been talking, just little flirting involved and so on. And you say like, I don't like that. I don't know why you keep doing this. I don't. Yeah. You know, like you get mad, or you get upset, or whatever. Like I told you the truth. Yes. I don't want you to fake your response to me. No, tell yeah, the truth. Tell the truth. If this makes you uncomfortable, I'm telling you because maybe I think, I'm telling you because I really don't have anybody else to tell. But not only just that, but I'm telling you because I trust you. Like, I yeah. give you that trust, but I trust that when you respond to me, that yes, hopefully you will take into consideration that my boyfriend is being honest with me and like, I should really not like come up with a temper tantrum at this point in time. Maybe this is the time for me to be real logical and, and dispassionate and like, Okay, I understand, and thank you and for telling me that. Empathetic, because it would have happened to you. Exactly, mm -hmm. and then you respond in, in a nice way, but even if you don't, like, my thing is not to be defensive. Like, I've learned, uh, I'm trying to not be defensive. If I tell you the truth and you get upset, like, I'm... You have as much right to be upset as I have a right to tell the truth. Exactly, you, exactly, that's yes. exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fear. You, yeah. you be honest with me about how you feel, and I be honest with you about how fear I feel so and important. what Fear is so important. A lot of things that we do is because of fear. I could tell you that. I could communicate that, because a lot of the times I was just afraid that the repercussions of me telling somebody the truth would be yeah. that I no longer have access to their love, I no longer have access to this relationship, yeah. and all this stuff. And then, again, after a certain time, you're like, I don't really care. Like, if I tell you the truth and you leave, I think that's probably the best thing for both of but us. But wouldn't you rather the truth? Because if I you would. have the truth, then you have an opportunity. What I feel like is I just never want to be the ass in the room. <laughs> you know, like, don't the let me be the donkey know. in the room. I'm the one that doesn't know. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows, but I'm the one that doesn't know. I don't feel we should do that to people, and I don't think people should, should do, do that, that to us. us. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you choose to live a particular lifestyle, you know you're not a monogamous person. You know you're not, like, you, you can't do that. Or mm -hmm. you know you like to have... There's, you have other meaningful relationships. Yes. I love meaningful relationships. I'm mm. a person that really loves people. Mm -hmm. Every meaningful relationship doesn't mean it's a sexual relationship. Exactly. But in having the meaningful relationship, sometimes that helps you not to have to have any outside sexual relationships. Mm -hmm. But people make it so defined, you yeah, know? Yeah, they do. And I feel like you have to be clear so that I have a choice. So if you're like, okay, listen... I'm going out with da 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 and I met this girl da, da 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 You've given me the information and I now have a choice. I choose to say that's okay. I don't like it, but I'm going to keep an eye on that and I'm going to monitor, I'm going to stick with you. True. Or I choose to be like, this is something that just doesn't work, no, doesn't work for me and I don't want to be there. But don't leave me to be like the donkey in the room. True. So even when I'm talking about monogamy and those, it's not that I'm saying it's not possible to be in good relationships, but we have to be in a good place with ourselves mm -hmm. and communicate well and be bigger people mm -hmm. to be in better relationships in better relationships mm -hmm. and you have to stay growing yeah like stay and it's learning. difficult to grow in a relationship if you're not open in a relationship True. because everybody grows who you were in your 20s is not who you'll be in your 30s not or who you'll all. be in your 40s or into your 50s not at all you it's know? not a static thing it and i think not. it's when it becomes a static thing is when it becomes very very miserable yeah because one person and i always find this to be the case somehow like there's always one person that's just growing in leaps and bounds and mm -hmm. then this other person just kind of stunted like, you're not really moving, and you're not open to move. You're like, why should I change it? It's fine. But it's not fine. It's not. Like, I, I, and, and the thing is, is, for me, like, when it comes to my perception of, of relationships, I'm, I'm very empathetic to people yes. who go through bad relationships. Yep. Very empathetic because a lot of the times, the intentions are really, really good. Yeah. 
but the honesty is missing. Like, She's missing. I am. I really do care about you. Like, I really don't want to see you hurt. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys. And they mean that. it when they say they love you. People go, yes. oh, "How could you love me when you did this?" No, but still like, love you. No, he loves you. He loves That's you. That's just not about you. That's it's not. Like, people think cheating is about them. It's not it's about you. It's not about you. It has nothing to do. This is a deficiency that I That's have. That's an ego thing. It is. You need I'm something to, for yourself. Exactly. Not I'm to do proving. I'm trying to prove that I'm a worthy human being. Yeah, to myself. To myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like even and that's why they do it in a solitary place. I'm not trying to involve you in me cheating. I want to cheat alone. Yeah. And if I could not have you know about it, then it's better off because yeah, otherwise then I, why would they hide? Exactly. <laughs> they would just be open. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's almost like it's almost like people people take things very, very personally when it comes to, to the whole relationships love and fidelity and, and love. Fidelity. Yeah. And a lot of it is not it's about not other about people, you. it's about themselves. It's about you. It's so about I told them. you from the beginning. You have to know yourself to be in a successful relationship because if you don't know yourself your flaws your weaknesses your good your bad parts it's very hard for you to give yourself to somebody else because what are you giving but then are you saying then i mean kind of in a wrapping up mode but like are you saying that there's a point when you could be way too young to be in a serious relationship i think that there is a point as long as you know that you're young Mm -hmm. and you know you're young and so this relationship is what it is because you guys are young yeah. and you have a lot more life to live and it could change. Just be open to it. It doesn't mean because you're young, you can't be in a serious relationship, but just know that that person is also young and they will exist in the constructs of your age and what that looks like. And just be honest with each other because you can. I know people who've been together since they're young, 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 and they're still together now. They grew up together in a relationship, mm. you know, so sometimes that can work. But don't force it. Like, I hate to see young people get married. I really do. <laughs> I'm really bothered by it. I, I'm, I'm not trying to make a judgment call. I always say nobody comes to me for marriage counseling, and they should because I'm divorced, and divorced people know how not to get divorced. <laughs> but, like, I just find, like, I just don't like to see young people getting married because I'm always like, and then having babies right away, too, because, yeah. you know, oh, I'm always like, Then oh, it just ties you down immediately. You didn't even get a chance to grow in that relationship. No, oh. But, you know, we did do get relationship advice, and I think this is going to be... From the pastor? Don't say the pastor. Of course, the pastor, Because the pastor man. is always marrying them off. Stop marrying because off young people in these churches. And please stop marrying off young people before they know themselves. It's so unfair. It's, it's so unfair. unreasonable. It's unfair. It really isn't nice. It's setting them up for misery. Yeah, and, you know, man. what's funny about it is that the pastors, the pastors are interested in the text they're interested in the biblical principles the biblical principle says the fornication adultery is wrong right so if they're going to alleviate that problem that text narrative they need to get them married as soon as possible because your first sexual experience needs to happen when you are married. Oh, you're such an optimist. I don't even look at it that way. Oh, you I do? Be- oh, you look at it. I believe that <laughs> it's I believe it's about membership. In some situations, I believe that if you're a church and a lot of the members in your church are getting married, that more people that want to get married think that they should go to your church because that's the kind of church where people get married. So if they go to the church there, then they're more likely to to find find a a partner or a mate or a spouse. I'm I'm a bit of a pessimist about that. (laughs) I actually don't believe that they're trying to because, you know. Well, I won't say anything I have to say about pastors. But, okay, yeah, that's a, a completely different episode, different and we thing. will have this episode because it's an interesting topic yeah, to talk about. You know, but I think that yeah, it influences like influences us. Yeah, not everybody that's leading is always 
leading in the the way that they're teaching mm -hmm. but i think that the idea is that oh in this church people should be i think you're right to a degree mm -hmm. they should be married and yeah. you know before they're fornicating but you're of all course. out there fornicating and <laughs> i think also it's just the membership Nobody people, wants to accept people are attached attracted to churches where people are, are bringing married. in are getting married because like oh, i'm gonna go there and find myself a mate and everybody wants that it's like everybody's looking oh, for and I'm that go find me a nice christian guy Bye, oh, yeah. okay okay uh, all right then uh, <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna leave that out there i'm let that hang okay the thing is i'm nice not gonna i'm not i'm not either way i'm gonna find me a nice christian girl I, i'm okay. not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna speak on that whatsoever because yeah. i grew up in the church i'm still there yeah, but I'm you know I, I think also Christ christianity is treating others how you want to be treated that's a basic christian tenant you know treating others how you want to be treated and loving people the way that you would like to be loved, loved yeah. it's basic basic christianity treat everybody like you would treat jesus if you met him yeah right yeah. but again when it comes to like marriage and relationships like mm. in church i could tell you like it's really you like this person get married it's yeah. not there's nothing in between and the thing is and I've we don't never even teach seen... our young people to date no how there's no just... dating because dating about? looks slutty i remember one time i went to church one time i went to um a youth meeting yeah and the, the youth pastor was like, we don't believe in this 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 ton load of dating and going over the place. This? We don't believe in that because what it promotes is promiscuity, mm? right? And he, I'm like, but wait, 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 wait. Do we have the same interpretation of what dating is? Yeah. As far as I know, dating is meeting people and being around them enough to like yeah, see but if we you want to proceed. We don't teach people that. We believe dating is sex. And dating yeah, is not, it's not sex. sex. It's not sexual. It, dating is supposed to be courtship. It's supposed to be getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's getting to know each other, seeing if this person has traits that you, you would yeah. you would want to endure. Yeah. Because whatever you find in that dating process is going to dictate what what's gonna happen throughout the rest of the relationship. Yeah. If this person is rough and assertive on the first date, like what are you really Why am I expecting? To go out? Why but am if I you say, "Listen, I don't want to go out with you again, Stephen, because I don't like the way you treated me," and the next day you go out with Timmy, they're gonna be like, "Oh, she's a hoe because she's, a she she's just out dated with Timmy Stephen. and she was just out with Stephen last week." I don't care. When I was single, anybody that I went out with, I used to go to Point Sienna restaurant. Point Sienna's out there. They will tell you. They will tell you. I was at Point Sienna restaurant, and I would bring everybody to Point Sienna. To the same restaurant, I like the food there, so I would go to Point Sienna with oh, whoever I was, I was hanging out with. Even not even dating, they're really just people I'm hanging, I was hanging out mm -hmm. with. And I remember, like, I could see, like, by the time I brought, like, the third person, I like dinner. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I drive my own car, that way I could go back home. I don't gotta worry about nobody gotta take me no home, I got no freshness, needed. you know? Uh -huh. You know, it's after freeness is not penis. So, you know. <laughs> Please after, say that again, could you say that again? After freeness is not penis. People believe after freeness is penis. So after, like, I brought the third person, and they were like, oh, you're back again yeah and i was like yeah this is where i like to bring the people I this layer i like to bring my dates and my date started laughing like, i'm just so happy that i got chosen this week <laughs> oh <my laughs> the God. woman was like she she, uh, she was like it wasn't even appropriate for you in the first place to say but i live in my like i'm not sure i've been here three weeks in a row mm -hmm. you know like i, I want to have dinner they're they're trying to court me to have dinner so some of them are just my friends i like to have dinner with them so like i'm not going to be embarrassed because i came out maybe i went out with that guy i didn't like going out with him that's why i drive my own car exactly so you didn't see me back with him again yeah you, you know so you, you have move to on get your own. yeah i moved on my own but Conditions it's so funny are weird and all. very Conditions strange because like they were making a judgment in their head but there was no reason for the judgment yeah but the thing is it's weird because when a woman does it it's very 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 like off-putting yeah. like, like i remember I, I dated this girl one time and she she she's a dater she yeah. dates i, I like don't to think go out. out more than once i'll ask anybody to go to the movies i'm at home you want to go movies tonight? sure like yeah. just a, right but the thing is we went out to dinner one time and i think it was at 
it, it was I don't I'm not gonna call it a restaurant, but it was at you know one of those premier restaurants, a nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I went out with her. I thought she was a nice person. We were friends. And I went out with her, and she was like, Stephen, we're going out, right? But um, I went here a couple times before, so like if they see if they watch you different, like don't let them make you yeah. feel uncomfortable. Right? I'm like, why would that make me feel uncomfortable? And she was right. Yes. She was right. From the time she hit the door, they were like, oh my God, so and so, welcome back. Oh, it's so nice to see you. You were just here like two days ago. Yeah. Right? And Fast. I'm like, like, like. <laughs> and then I'm like behind there, like, Hey, uh, I you're feel fast, I feel fast. uncomfortable. I feel it's a little uncomfortable. Honest, yeah. She was honest. Like she prepared me for it, and we had dinner. It was good. That's it was correct, fun. It was great. It was, was great. Honest. She was honest. She prepared me for it. But they were looking at her so funny, and I'm yep. like, Yo, they're looking at you, you know. She's so? like, Yeah, no, because I came here like four times with so? four different guys, and they feel they feel like this is something. Yeah, and I'm like. But why does it matter? Like, why does it matter? I'm pretty sure I used to go to Fisherman's Wharf with all different girls at some point. Yep. Right? And like, nobody, nobody ever, ever judged you. No. They didn't no. even like act like I came here before. It was no, like. No, they were faking it. Like, I'm sorry. Are you Mr. Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith. Yeah. That's my name. Okay. Mr. Smith. Oh, well, you know, your food is ready. Never a weird look. Didn't feel uncomfortable. Didn't have to do any disclaimer. But she was like, I'm going to give you a disclaimer because these people here, yep. they have the thoughts and nah, 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 mm-hmm. nah. they don't really think that women supposed to go with multiple guys, blah, 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 blah. We had a conversation. It was funny. It was great. Yep. But it's just, it's just like this, this, this preconception. But church does not believe in dating. Yeah. Like even our culture does not believe it in dating. Uh, the culture does not support dating, especially for young people. And they really need to date. They do. Because match up with some man and you'd be like, really, that's your man? Well, and I do feel the same way. Well. I do feel the same way, especially when it comes to young people getting married. Like yeah. I, the, the one wedding I did, um, the girl I think was like eighteen, guy was nineteen, Why? right? And Why? I'm like, no, no, I can show the pictures, and she, they, they look young, right? So I'm saying, went to this wedding, and I'm looking at these people, and I'm like, this person probably getting married because of you know what the normal yeah. thing is, right? And I'm like, this is so sad because, like, I don't think, like, even if you do get pregnant or even if you do have a baby, I don't think that's supposed to determine that you're going to spend the rest of your life with this individual legally. Like, you have no idea who you are. And it's sad that biology works this way, that you're you're not psychologically ready when you're physiologically yes, ready you know what i'm saying sure. it, it, it's unfair it's the same com- with sex it's same with sex just because your body can't have sex doesn't mean you should be having sex because you're not psychologically prepared no. to deal with it sex is a lot sex it's is a lot, a lot right it's so a lot of things it's a lot of things and it creates a lot of there's a lot of perplexity in it that yeah. we don't see like it's yeah. not just literally the mechanics of no. putting a penis into a vagina no. that's the very shortest yeah. of it I just the spoke about mo- this as a church by the way you did? a church invited me to speak about why would they do that? sorry that's <laughs> what I said <laughs> see that that's what I said I'm sorry I was like me sorry. I loved I'm it sorry. to speak to their young people about <laughs> sex and sexuality they sure did they didn't do any homework they did, they did. They, uh, this person knew me oh they did? he did he was confident and when I left he was like you need to come back he yeah. said that you need to that, come back you toned it down fellowship yeah you toned it down did you tone it down um, I had to tone it down when I got there because there were some younger okay. people mm-hmm. there but um, I think he I think he has an idea I think, I think he, by now people pretty much know know what's going yeah, on what's, what's happening oh I think they pretty man much know. and I actually really appreciate that he invited me and the young people all knew me so they were like hey you know? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh, I do that again. You. Churches, you can invite me. You can invite me. Yeah, They're like, now, no, we there. just heard you say don't make our young people marry. <laughs> but the thing is, it's weird. But it's, it's weird. True. We don't want to admit it, but I just don't think setting up people for a fact. Like, I've never seen two people say, I'm going to get married, go to a counselor, and didn't do it. 
I agree with that. That's why, I, that's why I say people don't ever come to me for premarital counseling or marital counseling, but really you should go to somebody because there's so many things to consider, but your pastor's goal is to get you married. Yes. So you can never go to your pastor for premarital counseling and think that at the end you're going to say, oh, you know, maybe this isn't going to work out and we shouldn't get married because your pastor wants you married. He has a goal. That's like going to a psychologist with their own agenda. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense. But you know what the problem is too is that the format of getting married is, is probably wrong. Like we announce that or we do the engagement before we do any counseling any whatsoever counseling, which is kind of bizarre exactly it's 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 backward that I, I would if i could institute anything it would be don't propose until you've had a chance to sit down and like the counselor get a third party because you could be in your feelings yo you could be in your feelings mm -hmm. and you're not looking at anything objectively mm -hmm. or you might be pressured like i know for sure in well for me again i grew up in the church right so Everything is always, when are you going to get married? I mean, when are you going to get married? When are you get I think my mother reached a point now when she's like, I don't really know if I care who you get married to. Just I just need some 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 grandchildren. Because grand I've been around, Stephen, and you're not really... I fed you for, you know, all of 28 years. Can I get some grand? Can I just get one? Mm. And my brother is married, and he's married. I love his wife. I'm yeah. going to say that. Do she's they have children? Complete. No, they don't have any children Oh, yet. come on. You and you know what? I, you said first. children. And I'm going to make my last point. I'm going to oh. say, I think in this world where children are really, really super-duper expensive yeah, and take are. a lot of investment really? that we don't really give... Um, most of the times. Time and money. Time and money, right? I think we're supposed to do like community child rearing. And I'm going to influence yeah. this idea and nobody's going to agree. And that's fine. I don't care. What I told my brother is this. When I'm married, I'm going to get one child. When I get my one child, I'm going to say, hey, I'm getting this one child. What are you doing? You're going to get yeah, one child. Yeah, because then they have company. And Exactly. Mm. And then those two children are going to grow up as brother and sister, brother and brother, sister, sisters, whatever. It doesn't matter. And I'm going to take your child sometimes, and you're going to have a chance yeah, to man. just be free. All yeah. right? And you're going to take my child yeah. sometimes, and you're, I'm going to have a chance to be free. And I could go with my wife and still develop That's my team relationship. Parenting. That is community parenting. Team parenting. What are we doing? I have a team parent. You do? I do. Slisha, she's my baby mama. Oh, she's your baby mama. <laughs> We actually, we had our children, like, we found out we were pregnant one day apart, and we had our children one day apart. So my son is born on September 6th, and her son is born September 7th, and wow. we had years where we weren't even that close as friends, but our children always stayed together. Stay together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and now they're 12. Okay. And they're still, like, I don't think that, like, that's his brother. That's his brother. His and because they had each other the because, that's right, and my older son is six years older than him. Mm. So, you know, like, that, there was no room for them to have that relationship. And that's mm. his brother, and we are community parents. Like, we have each other, so now I'll take her child for two days, she'll take my child for two days. And it works. And it works. We plan our birthday parties together. They have sleepovers together. It if I works. travel, she takes, if she travels, it really works. Even with the, the like, she's in a relationship with her partner, mm -hmm. and I'm divorced, and even the partners have learned to make it work. This so is awesome. Draw, yeah. So it's you're like the prototype to what I want to do. It's real and it's helpful, especially for people who don't have a lot of support in their yeah. family. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even have to be in your family, but you really need it. You need community. Yeah, you parenting. need it. You need community parenting. And then then you can have sex with your partner. Exactly. You'd be like, you take my kid tonight and I'm going to be having sex. I think. And then you take, I'll take your kid tomorrow and you can have some sex. This needs to be like, <laughs> this needs to be taught. This could be an option. I'm serious. It could be. Because I mean, some people that just, it's like they're all on their own. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just going to have these five children i'm like oh it's so lonely and then they put a lot of focus into their children but you know men are by nature needy yeah. so when you put a lot of love into your children and then not into your partner gonna have to 
to pick up that slack. And women get so offended, like, you can't say that because, no, it's true. It's true. You should he has needs. And he had needs before you got kids. He did. Kids. And he wanted some kids, but he didn't know it was going to take away from him. <sighs> he thought them kids were, like, part of the package. He didn't know it meant he wasn't going to be able to touch your titties. Uh, or anything. Like, this week you'd be too tired. A booty. Or, or you just like, don't, your libido is, like, zero now. The kids in the bed. Like, he didn't think all that stuff through. And, you know, the thing is, men are so bad at communicating some things that they don't even say They it. don't even say it. They just go find somebody else. They just go find else. somebody else. Yeah. I don't want to even know if, like, if maybe, is it that we, is that, is it that, that, by asking, like saying, honey, we're not having enough sex. Could we have some sex sometime this week? Please. I'm just, I just need something, right? Is it that, that breaks us as I a think man? It's is not it? even just that it breaks. I think the women get offended. It becomes a chore too. For both mm. of them. It has to be something. I don't understand what happens to relationships, to be honest, that they stop wanting to have sex. Because when you're dating, you want to have yeah, sex. When time. you're a couple. It's like something happens when you're married, the sex drops off. <laughs> That's how I think a whole other relationship, but the sex just drops off. Like there's some kind of code that you didn't know, you know? And even as women, we do. I think I think as sister wives, we'd be like, yeah, well, you know, you can't give them sex every day because they ain't going to expect it every day. No. Like you can you could? Like, you could try at least three days a week. No, uh, Something, yeah. I think you should try. You know, you And know, then on vacation, I think you should always have sex on vacation at least two, three times a day. When you, well, you know. It's vacation. When you tell a young guy that, he's mm-hmm. like, wait, 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 wait. So this marriage thing, you're telling me I'm only going to have sex three times a week? <laughs> three times is not a lot in your marriage. That's like once a week. That's, <laughs> that's, that's weird. But the thing is, As it's weird. As the years weird. go on, it's less. It's less, right? That's a lot, exactly. Yeah, so, because all the things happen in your house and those things interfere with sex. They do. If you didn't cut the grass, your wife is mad. She's not giving you none. No, nothing. It's like she had a bad day. That she had a bad, she's not giving you none. You came she's home tired. and she's tired and you complained about what dinner she made. You're not getting none. Other things then, sex becomes a different It, tool. it becomes different, yeah. Yeah, it's different. It becomes different. It's still important, but then. It's still important, but then it's like, why should I give him what he wants? But exactly, it's a mutual but thing. You. And that's the next thing. thing. Me and my girl had a conversation the other day about mm-hmm. the same exact thing. Why is it, right, that sex is portrayed as something that only gratifies the man but look this is, it is currently something that only we just talked about this earlier a lot but of women are not, not even getting but some way. of them are not even getting satisfaction from sex so it really is something that's only gratifying the man that's wrong and that's bad i think it's bad because i think sex is supposed to be mutually beneficial it is, it is an evolutionary mm-hmm. tool and it's evolutionary because it works for both sexes it, it has should. to sometimes has we have to, to teach them the lesson we do, we do, and and people don't have good like we we talk about sex education, but I don't think we have very. No, I was a good sex educator. Were you like researched and like? I did. I was researched mm. and I tried to make things really exciting and yeah. My my young people that I taught would tell you that mm. I I think I did the do. I did, really yeah. did. I think I tried to be my sex education different. teacher was. Horrible. And I think I got a lot away with a lot because you know my accent was different. And oh yeah. They kind of gave me a few passes that they a few would passes they would give. normally give because if you had to say it in a local parlance, they, they would, would be like, like, oh, I don't like what you're talking about. But enjoy now. What you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, no. I actually remember Mrs. Williams passing me when she was my principal I love mm. you Mrs. Williams and her passing the class and the children were doing a mantra it was called I love my vagina and I they were in first form and I had them talking about their vaginas they had to go home and look at their vaginas because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people won't even Don't look at their look vagina at mm-hmm. but they'll give it to somebody else sure. if you're not comfortable with yourself you shouldn't give yourself to, to somebody else, else. Mm-hmm. you know they had to write a poem about their vaginas and then they had to do like in a mantra so they came to really be like I love my vagina and she passed and they were like I love my vagina and she was like everything okay in here Miss S I was like everything's good (laughs) 
I can remember. I actually think it was one a one. I'll never forget it. Yeah, should, everything good in here, Miss Everything's good. Everything is perfect. They love their vaginas, as you can they hear do. them say. That means nobody's going to take advantage of their vaginas. That means they care about the health of their vaginas. They, they care about their the, how they give their vaginas, vaginas too, too. Of course, because they love it. Because they love it. It's not just it's part of you. It's not separate from you. It's not. It's not like no. I'm just giving this guy some no, vagina. I'm giving this separate. guy some of me. Yeah, I'm giving him yourself you every time. Every time. Every time you're giving somebody a part of you, literally and figuratively. But you know, it's funny because I don't think guys realize that either. No. Like I'm gonna just give this girl some penis. Like you're not giving her some penis, dude. Yeah. You're giving her some of you. This every is single you. Time. Every time. You leave a bit of your essence. A bit of you, and you get some of hers. Yeah. And you know, and that's that's the thing is like I always said like when it comes to like sex and love and making love any love anything yeah. to do with love like it's better when you actually love the person it that you better. are with because sometimes the sex is not that good but you love them so much that sex is awesome by the time like you're done you're like this is the best sex ever I'm, because you're just connected you're in a connected. way and then it, it works out you're yeah. connected and it's it's sad to say back to the pastors right yeah. like of course you can't be telling people well you know is the sex good no because it completely compromises your religious standpoint yeah. or whatnot but as you said before like most people they're, they're having it they're having it and yeah. it's all over the media it's telling you that sex is great and you should do it as much as possible i'm not sure if there was a pastor that said people should have sex before who was that I want to look into that. That they should they shouldn't go into relationships without having sex. I know I read that somewhere. A pastor? Yeah, it's a pastor, like a, a an international one. Yeah, I'm gonna find that because like, why would you do that if you don't know? Oh, it's not an international one. It's it's a Bayesian. Um, it's a psychologist who's also a pastor. I wish I could remember his name. And he actually was on the radio saying, no, people should have sex because what if you get into a relationship and that's not that's a good not thing working. and it's an important part of a successful marriage. Could you counsel your way out of bad sex? Like, could you could you counsel somebody into yeah, having great you could, sex? Yeah, you could because it's just learning like anything else. It's a learned thing. So once you accept in your ego, it's not as bad sex. Maybe your your sex is just not compatible. Mm-hmm. Like so a lot of people have sex with people in their next relationship the way they had sex with people in their last relationship. relationship. It's also how you know that man's cheating because he'd be bringing home some stuff. Like we don't do that stuff, boo boo. <laughs> like you can't come back naturalized. Like you got that shit mastered. <laughs> and I ain't never done that. But you're like, let's try this. Plap, 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 plap. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Neymar, I disagree. Yes, man. That's how we catch you. We just no, don't come to us no new stuff. Like at least take out some porn or something and be like, oh, let's watch it together and let's try it. Don't be trying to come with some brand new stuff when you're an expert. Suppose you feel creative, like then you say let's be creative, but it should be kind of at least a little clumsy. It shouldn't be like, oh, let's try this thing and you've got it mastered. Like your wheelbarrow. Oh no, no, you need you need oil for that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like oh no, it's better if you if you put your hands this way. Put your hands down. It's gonna make it easier for you. How did you get How that you, knowledge? Where did you get that from? Did you go to a college for this? All right, then. When, which college did you go? Is, that, is it that girl on the street? That okay. girl on the street? Okay. She teaching you to wheelbarrow okay. like a champ? Do oh, it like man. This. Who does it like that for or he, you? Or if he walks with the equipment himself, he's like, well, you know, I, I, I went out, I got these these handcuffs because they make yeah. this position so much better yeah, for you. Yeah, even the erogenous zones, like, you can't get my wrong erogenous zone. Like, yeah. So you can't teach it because sometimes men don't know a woman's erogenous zone, know. you know? I've got, like, weird zones that are not, like, the traditional zone. When it know? comes to sex, I mean, a lot of the things that we were taught is just make it hurt. Yeah, like, I mean, like, like, what is like that, that is the, the response. You are not going to be beating up my vagina. The reason being is because I think 
like a lot of the times we associate sex with being a man like much the machismo, and the machismo I think a goes lot into of, it and a lot of young people are learning what sex is from porn yes as if it's real sex that's not real that's not real that's edited scripted and she sounds like and she's saying ooh 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 but it's really ow 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 exactly and it's to serve a certain kind of person Purpose. that's looking mm-hmm. for a certain kind of sex it to is. feel good about themselves you know but it's, it's unrealistic too like a lot of the times I mean even when it comes to when it comes to porn or anything any any pawn you look at like it's as a you video say pawn, guy, like i say vagina pawn. make it sound so nice pawn 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 and i just pronounce it wrong it's okay but what i'm saying is like why did he put this crazy girl on the- as a guy who does film like i know for sure that you once you're cutting and you're cutting and you're cutting and cutting this is not one long session you're having here. like it's not a 15 minutes worth no. of consistent penetration that like and guys and nobody wants to have sex for an hour I'm just putting that out there okay 15 to 20 minutes is enough it's fine once I've come you get 12 minutes oh man that's a lot I think think it's a lot I think I'm generous 12 minutes after I come that's a lot you get 12 minutes unless you you know in two seconds yeah and I feel like if you come and then you just roll over the next time we have sex I'm gonna come and just roll over wow you should know that's what that feels like oh boy I bet you don't do that shit again never again that's what you call training them (laughs) But like I, th- I think it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic because I think guys think that when they don't match up to the the porn stars, yeah. when they don't do sex like that, they, they're somehow inadequate. Yeah, and that is, that is such an inadequate you know, way to have it sex. Is. Oh my gosh, you're not even getting a nice G spot. No, you're not doing anything. But in the foreplay, and it's very male centric. Like the, the porn, the G spot. The porn that we watch is is, is very male centric. Um, even when there's two women, it's male centric. It's male centric. <laughs> It's like this, with the clitoris. Like, what, what is it's that? Some extra. This load of energy. This 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 ton load of thing. And then you're like, but wait, 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 wait. So if 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 this is the way to have sex, then how does the old? How do these older people do it? They're not doing it like that because they're not stupid. They're not just they trying better. to pound the heck out of. Come they're on. not doing that, Mm-mm. and they're still doing it, which means it still feels good. Yeah. I don't know. Sex is. I don't know. My mom's still having sex. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I just had a picture of Miss Azella, and I'm sorry, Miss Azella. So par- I apologize. It's, it's your daughter's fault. She sorry. just completely like my mama's not ashamed. Okay, she's she be not like, ashamed. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like the next time I meet her, you're gonna be like, I want to believe she's still having sex. I want to believe it. Don't want to believe it. You know for sure. I think so. You Hazel women talk, and you talk, you talk openly. We don't, just don't talk. Like we ask, I know your true. mom. We do talk quite mom. openly. Yeah, but that's that's really really mm-hmm. healthy though. Another yeah, since level. we were young, actually, we were encouraged to speak quite openly about things. Like my mom, sex my mom. I think she she became a we. I I probably was my mother's most outspoken child. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, surprise. Yeah, like no surprise. Like there was a situation one time when I saw something and I was like was that she's like yeah, and yeah. I told your dad that you would ask me and yeah it's a bit troublesome yeah but anyway anyway I saw it and she's like after that point I was like asking her questions and yeah. stuff and she was like I found her to be extremely honest like yes. this Christian woman she was just super duper honest like yeah. just open about sexuality yeah. and just just really really honest with me and I, I really appreciated it I think it's only at that point that I felt like I could trust my mom yeah like yeah. it was that powerful. I feel that way. I'm glad. I'm glad you say that because I think I'm doing that with my son. And I really I, sometimes people like my ex is like you're telling him too much stuff. <laughs> and now I'm like, ah, did I tell him too much stuff? Did I really? Or was he thinking about it? But no, he has like some confirmation. He has a little bit more. And like direction. he knows more stuff. You know, he, now he asks. 
So if it was a question he asked. Yeah, me. but I think that's the best relationship to yeah. have with your, with your kids, to, uh, to so. be able to have that open line where, mom, how does this work? Mom, this does happen for true? Mom, this, that, this. And it's like, okay, well, this is it. And you be honest with him and you tell him, well, some people, they do this, this, and that. He's like, okay, I understand. Great. And he just respects you because, like, he, you don't, like, try to treat him like a yeah. kids. The one thing that I've, I've kids hate being treated like kids. Like, yeah. no child ever was like, I Every want you sense. to treat me like I'm a stupid child. Like, yeah. I don't want to be that. I want to be treated like somebody who has the capabilities to do some own, my own thinking. Yeah. Every child. Yeah. And the more you, they know a lot more now because they've yeah. got internet. So don't try to trick them. They know. Yeah. So that's another Ask thing Google. with the relationships. You have to really talk, even from that level, we need to start talking to our young people about relationships. I talked to my son about relationships, even fidelity. I told mm -hmm. him, listen, you have one girlfriend. You can afford one girlfriend. One girlfriend, yeah. And I, I don't even say it to say, like, you, you might be attracted to another girlfriend, but you can only afford one. Because, you know, two girlfriends is expensive. Quite so. And you can't afford two girlfriends. And as a practical person, me knowing you and how much you like to keep your money to yourself, I'm going to suggest to you that you do not find you a high-maintenance girlfriend no. and you don't try to have two of them. Because, you know, music festival time is two weave, yep. two nails, two lash, two makeup, two, two VIP tickets, two set of shoes, two... Like, it's just, it's too expensive to be a man in St. Kitts for you to have more than one woman. Yeah, so you find your one low-maintenance woman, and you guys good. stick it out with each other, and you're good. I like, I, like, I like the fact, like, with my relationship, I love the fact that my woman is just kind of independent. Like yeah. that. She's just, she does her own thing. Like, she doesn't yeah. really ask for anything. I so. actually think she's, she's done well for herself. She's I feel like beautiful. I feel like we have very similar, like, we have um, uh, very similar, in some ways, personalities where we're out there, and mm -hmm. I think that people are attracted and it draws a certain amount of, of people to us. Mm -hmm. So you really need to date particularly secure people. Yeah. And so I think that, that she's done well for herself because I know you. Oh, but I feel boy, like I think go. that you have to date people who are comfortable with themselves mm -hmm. and are not threatened by you and have to trust you to know your own boundaries. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. And in the, the thing is, in the end of it, like communication just seals that. It's like, just if, it. If you're communicating well, like, and between me and her, it's just like, yeah. We just have a very lucid... I'm good with that. That doesn't make me comfortable. Yeah. And, and this relationship's okay, but that guy's kind of creepy. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't trust him. I don't trust him. And he's like... do you trust him? Okay, I'm going to have to go with you. Yeah, you know? but if this turns out to be exactly what I said, I'm just, just saying, know that I was right. I was right. And she yep. would be the same. Like, you know, I, I don't. I think that girl is a little dicey. dicey. She might be trying to get into your panties. Yeah, she acting you shady might, around me. She acting me. a little shady, shady. around me, and yeah. she, acted, she watching me with that kind of eye here. So, yeah. like... You gotta be careful. I'm like, babe, it's fine. And then it'll be like, like, no, no. But we're like, yeah, we know. You know what I learned lately is like, um, one thing is listen to your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, you know why? Because your girlfriend sees what you don't see. Yes. You listen to your girlfriend about women. Especially about women. Yeah. Listen to your girlfriend about women. about women. And and girls need to listen to other men about men. I was raised up mostly with men. You mm -hmm. know, it, when I came here, I was told, you can't have platonic relationships with men. Women in St. Kitts don't have platonic relationships with men, but that's not how I was raised. Mm -hmm. And my mother always had platonic relationships. So how would you know anything about men if you don't have men as friends? It's true. Yeah, because men are only honest with you when they're your friends. Yes. <laughs> they're only honest with you when you're, they're your yeah, friends. Yeah. And when they can look at a situation and be like, boo, you know what you in? No. He's just waiting man, for you to sleep. Yeah. You're like, your man, this is what's going on with your man. Because you wouldn't see it yourself, but he could say, like, yeah, that's what your man's doing. That's what he's doing. And then some men are just there waiting. You're right. Just waiting. Just waiting. And you could tell because they're not trying to help you. They're no. always sticking in a, you know. 
They're always sticking oh, in themselves man. and criticizing Naeemo. and just trying to, you know, stick this a... This conversation yeah. is lit. Yeah. Because you, you just said something that just ticked me, like, it just, it just ticked me off. Like, you said, like, they're not really helping you. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just there. Yeah. They just, they use whatever they can to just stick around. Yeah. So that when you slip, you slide. That's yeah, all. That's it. Like, I always ask the question, like, what has, what is this guy doing to develop you? Because, like... Okay, even when it comes to sugar daddies and yes. stuff, sugar daddies don't want you to become independent. That no, threatens no. them. There'd be no value for them. No value mm-hmm. for them because then you will have your own and then you'll have your own choices. Yes. Sugar daddies don't believe in that. No. Sugar daddies believe in, I'm going to give you something that you've never had before yes. and it's going gonna, it's gonna to stop you from doing whatever you could do to get it Correct. yourself. Mm-hmm. If anything else happens, it threatens this whole arrangement. Yeah, so you know you want to, you're gonna accept a lot of things that you wouldn't accept because now I've given you a I've lifestyle. I've given you a lifestyle. I tell you about lifestyle and life. Never have a man pay for your life bills. He can help you with your lifestyle choices, but not your life bills. You don't have a man who pays your mortgage or your rent or your car or your electricity or your water. You pay mm. that shit yourself because then you have control over that. Nobody could tell you who you drive with. I was coming in, my girlfriend said, you need to find someone to buy you a car. No, I don't. So you can tell me where I can go in my it's car, true. how it's I can true. drive my car, it's who true. I can have in my house. You don't need none of that. That's lifestyle choices is different. Yeah. You want to travel? That's a lifestyle that's choice. Lifestyle. Uh-huh. You want to you want to go to a fet? That's, that's a, a lifestyestyle, lifestyle it's choice. True. So it's if that man's not around, it means you don't go to that fet. Exactly. That's or all you it don't means. go on that trip and but you're in the still core good. Of your life is fine. That's correct. Lifestyle. Let a man help you with your lifestyle, but not your life. That's what you could tell them after freeness, no penis. Because we went to dinner and it was dinner. It's okay? true. I could it wasn't live without dinner. That. It wasn't I was a snacking entree. Uh-huh. It really was <laughs> dinner. And I went home after because, you know, it's you done. don't pay none of my bills. You can't tell me where to go, when to come, or you want me to come here with you. And I don't and have to weird. eat that dinner. I could have stayed home and made dinner. And a lot of guys, that's where they try to, that's where they trap you. Yes. Like they, they get you hooked on, I'm going to pay your Stuff. rent. I get your pay. Vagina economics. Exactly. I'm yeah. gonna pay your rent, <laughs> and women fall for it because it's a double. It's a double-edged it sword. It is. We're gonna do a whole a show on vagina sword. economics. We have to do it. Mm-hmm. But the double-edged sword is that it's a two-way street, and women don't don't they don't take they don't take notice of it. If a guy is gonna be paying your your rent, he is going to tell you who could come to your that's house. That's right. That is uh, that is it. He doesn't. Up and re- down. He believes after freeness is penis. Exactly. You cannot do whatever you want in that no, space. You that space is his space. It doesn't matter how much woman he has. It doesn't matter. No. That is his space. And Correct. the thing is, you end up in a serious situation when you can't afford that space. Yeah. And he keeps you in a situation where you can't afford that space. That's correct. Keeps you in a low end job. Keeps you going in this dead end career or whatever you think he you're going to do. He convinces you he's doing it for you. He's doing you. it for you because mm-hmm. he loves you. Meanwhile, he has like six other women yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah. You can't get here still without this guy. It's so expensive to be a man in sync. It is. <laughs> that's why, that's why, like. That's why you need to have one, one woman. woman. I tell you, I was right to tell my son. I have, I have one. I have one woman. It's expensive to it be is. a man. At music festival time, I feel sorry for the men. I'm like, how do you guys afford? Some of you are staying home to send all your women to festival. It's funny. Like the other day, I went to change me. <laughs> I changed my tire, right? I think I'm a tire change because they had a punch and whatnot. When I went down there, I was talking to this police guy. Yeah. And I told him, yeah, I'm going to have to buy some new tires mm-hmm. because the, my girl drove my car the other yeah. day and she ran up on some sidewalk and completely slashed the tire. Don't yeah. know it happened. But it happened. So that tire was completely gone. So I have to buy a completely new set. Mm-hmm. And he's like, bah, you know, the worst thing, me, you know. When they don't do them things, they want you to pay for it. Is you're going to pay for it. I said, um, 
No, 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 no. That's not the girl I did. The yeah. girl I did is extremely responsible. Yeah. She destroyed the toy. She's just gonna buy the set. That's yeah. that's just how it works between yeah. us. He's like, what? <laughs> he was come and this guy is a much older guy than yeah, me. He's he so like, shocked. What do you mean? Yeah. So you ain't buying it? No, 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 no. That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. If if I went in her car and I destroyed something, and then I, I gonna pay and it. I'm going to fix it. If she's going to be can she destroy something, she's going to fix it. It's not It's not even a conversation that we had. It's not even like, a, just, that's how you're honey, you're going to have to fix my car. She's like, I'm going to fix your car. Like, I'm sorry this happened, but I'm going to replace these tires yeah. for you. And then that's just, just going to be the end of it. That's just how it works. And he's like, but you got a good one, bye. You got a really good one. I said, is it, is it really that just have a good one or do we just have really low standards for stuff? No, it's that you have a good one. Most of us wouldn't okay, pay cool. for the tire. I have a really good one then. <laughs> I'll be no Stephen. I wasn't paying I for the tire. I'll be no. What do you mean? No, you're going to have to pay for the tire. Please, I don't pay for a tire. Tire. Yeah, yeah, tires. I pay for expensive. my own tires. The tires are expensive. But you know, you got to call in and get a discount. You get favor over funds, you know? You get a discount. <laughs> over funds. Yeah, man. You're saying one thing and saying two things at the same time. Favor two over opposite. funds. It's not that I'm saying you should do the... the I'm going to get a discount. If it's my car, I'm going to pay for my own tires. But if I broke your tire and you can afford it, could you not fix your own tire? Because uh, it's your car. <laughs> it's not my car. I would. If I have it, I would. I would offer... But I just, I don't, I don't really see anybody. I'm really hoping that you're not going to say like, oh, you have to pay for the tire. I really No, I did. To. Like, it, and again, it's just, I understand, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I just have a different kind of woman. I, I just. You have a different kind of woman. I do. And, and I do. I did, is, I did that for a lot of years. It didn't benefit me. <laughs> and the thing is, it's way. weird. It's weird because like, it, it, it works the opposite way too. Yeah. Like if, 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 if she comes here, she eats, she, she just eats, she just eats whatever she wants. Yeah. And I just go out and I buy the food and I bring it back and yeah, she eats. That's normal. You understand? It, it is, it's normal. Like that's, that's, that's nothing. It's, it's not a deal. It's not a problem. She no, eats I think that's responsible. I think that that's actually, I think that's big. I think that's responsible for her. She hurt the tires so she would pay for the she tire. She just pay for the tire. It is a good one. But you know, most women would not pay for the tire, right? You know, like 95%. Wow, I have a 5% woman? You do. Oh, man, I need to probably put a ring on immediately. And get you should, out. really. I probably should. You should. Make sure she wants one first, though. Yeah, she, she probably yeah. She does. Yeah. She does. She's just, it's just the when. It's just yeah. the when. She, she's a good one. You got a good one. I got she's a good nice one. Girl. I got to get it. All right, guys, we've been talking to Naima. We really have been talking. I we've think we went over talking. our time this podcast. I think we did. I think yeah. we went to like an hour 45 wow. or something. Maybe not so much. Maybe not an hour 30, man. Lord. I think I make it overstated. I put my phone down and put it on the other side so I didn't have to look at it. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I, I didn't do that, but I think my phone has and do, yeah. do that stuff. Okay, so Naima, we're going to go into the last part of our okay. show. And the last part of our show, we have to say three things that we absolutely know are incorrect. That right. we absolutely know are incorrect? Yeah, that you know for sure are incorrect. And I'm going to stay in the theme. Um, that women do not enjoy sex as much as men. Oh, boy. I know that to be incorrect. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to take a turn. Let me see if I can, can I stick in theme. I'm going to try to stick in theme. Um, a guy's penis not standing up is not his fault. Ha-ha. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, you give me that. Generally, yeah. it's not his fault. It's not his fault, generally. No. Um, sad, though. It's sad. It is. <laughs> it is, it is um, sad. Okay, okay. Let me stay in theme. Um... You cannot have a successful relationship if you're the only monogamous one in it. Oh, no! <laughs> That's true. It's tricky, but it's the truth. You can't be monogamous by yourself, boo-boo kitty. You can't be monogamous by yourself. Okay, the stakes have been risen. Um, all right. Uh, uh, all right. 
in the in the same light of monogamy um the third woman is usually cheaper than the other two really i don't know if that's necessarily true no it's untrue it's not true no, oh it's something true. you know not to be you true. know not to be <gasps> oh that's true. true that's true oh i forgot about that <laughs> it's not i think i was going the opposite route like yeah. things i knew to be true okay i clearly got this game all wrong but you all got the gist of yes it. we got the gist of it um okay. we picked sense out of things nonsense. i know not to be true okay okay uh i know it's not true um that if your man cheats on you it's your fault oh. i know that is not true even though he's gonna try to think it's your fault, he is gonna try to convince yeah, you. He's yeah. gonna come. He's that gonna convince himself. Yeah, that's what men. That's what men do. Himself and you. Yeah. I have one more left, and I'm not sure. Let's see. What could I? What could I hit on the same topic in terms of marriage? the length of your big toe is not an indicator of how dominant you are in a relationship. <laughs> oh, the length of your foot, the length of your, your the length of your leg, or the. Your, your height does not indicate how big your penis is. I think it's your hand, doesn't it? It's not. No, you has nothing. From your thumb to your, your no, it's index not, finger? No, it's not. I don't know. I'd like to nothing. see somebody test that theory. It's not, not me, but I'm telling you it's not true. It's not real. It's not true. From the thumb to the index no, finger? From the t no, it's not. You know that to be untrue? It's untrue. Mm. It's untrue. And, and the reason I could tell you, and the reason I could tell you is because there was a story one time when, when I was, um, when I was in um, college, right? There was this guy. He was... Generally short, short guy, small guy, very skinny, right? And one time... But did he, he have big hands? No, he didn't. No, uh -huh. he had... He had no, I'm not saying that. His hands were smaller. Yeah. His hands were smaller than mine, which this, this story is, is, is completely, utterly true, right? And he, he had a girlfriend. So they were in the common room, and she was sitting around. I think they were kissing, however the case, right? When my boy got up, I don't know if he realized what he was getting up to, yeah. but there was a bop can in, wow. in, his, in, his, in, his, in his pants. He was swinging for a short guy? Swinging! Hmm. Humongous! Right? And I think like. He's the exception. He, I'm not so sure. But then if he's an exception, that means the rule, the rule does have exceptions. It does. That's all I'm so saying. So then that means it Completely. Uh, like, we were just. What? Gosh, darn. That's how we got the that girl. What the heck is going on? <laughs> I think that's how we lost that girl. You think so? I don't think they it were. Maybe this, it, was, it was maybe a bit too much. It could be a bit too much. Ridiculous! It was a bobcat name. There can be too much, but you know, we will stay with somebody for good D. For really? Yeah. But, even mean, if he's not treating you so great, you would stay with him. You would make justifications over good D. How does that? But I mean, good D. Yes, good D. I'm not gonna argue that. But like with that level, with that size, like like how do you like that? Just looks like a recipe for uncomfort. You know, the vagina gives birth. It does. You just got to relax the muscle. <laughs> Neymar, you're, Neymar, you're killing me, man. Neymar, Neymar, you're killing me, man. You just got to relax. I just, I don't know why. I don't know why. I just saw like women doing yoga and just. Just relax the muscle. You just got to oh be relaxed. You got to be relaxed just, and lubed. He's like, I just need an epidural to deal with this. Just an mm. epidural, I'll be fine. Oh yeah. my God, Naima! Thank you so much for being You're on the welcome. podcast. This thank was objectively you. incorrect. We had Naima today. Yeah, yeah. a completely just mind 
amazingly sexual experience and it just was so much fun Naima thank you so much for coming thank I you really Stephen for having this. me oh, it was a pleasure having you guys this is Objectively Incorrect again you guys can sign up to our podcast again objectivelyincorrect.com if you want to check us out there or we're on Facebook as well just type in Objectively Incorrect and that's spelled incorrect I-N-C-O-W-R-E-C-K-E-D Ah, huh? uh, yeah, it's spelled like I N C O W R E Rect, as in like, incorrect. Yeah, incorrect. Oh, some dialect. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> dialect, man. We gotta train a little something, something. Yeah. Sometimes right. I don't understand we from the islands, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Alright, so yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again. So, thank you, guys. Peace. No gang signs. Peace.